uh, I've been uh, uh, practicing my air saxophone. That's what I'm doing with oh my man. Corona. Like, yeah, but it's my Corona. corona. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Uh, so hello, Rono. How's it going? Uh, it is going uh, fine. Uh, You're still alive, anyway. I am alive. I am uh, very alive. What's what's very alive mean? Uh, meaning that I don't have the COVID nineteen. Ah. Should we talk about the old man that, uh, today? Uh, the I old man. We should. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. We, myself and Rono on the way here to the studio, we walked uh, into Selver, and as we were going in, an ambulance pulled up and two fucking. EMTs came out in full fucking Body pandemic mass. tier yeah. shit, carrying all this stuff. We were like, ah, oh, we need beer, so we have to go in. I was hoping, like, maybe somebody just, like, I don't know, passed away. Not passed away, but, like, fainted, and they were like, oh, yeah, just giving give him some medicine and he will be back. But yeah, when no. we saw the guy, it was like, okay, definitely. He's fucked. Yeah. He's <laughs> fucked. It's over yeah. for him, like. He was like an 89-year-old man, frail as fuck. Yeah. And yeah, we probably walked into a big, thick okay. cloud of COVID. COVID. So yesterday this is the last podcast. Yeah, this is the last part. <laughs> yesterday, also same thing happened to my apartment building. Like I saw somebody, because like I live on the first floor, but somebody lives in the basements. So the ambulance came back to the parking lot, and I have a, like a great view of a parking lot. What is always uh, wanted. Of course, beautiful. Of course, beautiful. Uh, many parking lots are beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, they came out with the ambulance, with the medicine, uh, the doctors over who MITs or whatever EMTs, EMTs, right? emergency uh, people, and yeah, they had somebody on the stretcher, and because I was on the first floor, oh, they were carrying someone who was like fucked, yeah, yeah, lying yeah. down, yeah, yeah, on a stretcher, like with the. Thing, needle in the vein, veins, morphine. So it's probably his own needle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. But the thing was, I was just, we, I went biking with my girlfriend just like hour ago, and we were crossing that same corridor, and we were like, oh, now we do, we have it because like we were in yeah, the vicinity. Uh, yeah. Also, I think the people in my apartment building are stealing the. Uh, liquid or the hand yeah I hear a lot, a lot of that happening everywhere people stealing yeah. fucking yeah but I think liquid. they are using it for drinking because my <laughs> <laughs> because because like usually you have like Perel or something like with a like nice scent but mine is like just alcohol it's pure alcohol I think it's like 90% proof alcohol and they're like just like one pump to hands and one pump into the mouth and that's how fucking they, hell that's how they roll because like every morning it's filled there was a, there was Every a sex joke to be made there, but I'm too tired to do yeah, it, so yeah, do it I yourself. I, I, I don't <laughs> even remember. Ah, two bumps. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think like they're stealing it. Not to just be safe, but to also get drunk. I suppose you get fucked up fairly quickly on that stuff. Yeah, it's pure alcohol. Why wouldn't Man, you? We should do a test. We should bring in some and Who will squirt be liquid into our mouths. Who will be crazy enough to do it? Me? I'd fucking yeah. do it. I mean... If it's pure, if it's almost pure alcohol, it's probably fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, mix it up, bit of Coke Zero, a few cubes of ice, ding, ding, ding. We're in the bar again. I think we'll stick to the Alexander at the moment. Yeah, today's uh, uh, sponsor is... Yes, today we're brought to you by Alexander. And Rondo's, Rondo's girlfriend's beautiful pie... Uh, oh, wait, no, you made those, shit. Uh, I made uh, one of the pies. Uh, the crumble cake with uh, berries Ooh. and curd. 
What kind of berries? Uh, strawberries, uh, blueberries, and uh, cherries. Rono, she's she's making a, a man out of you. She's teaching you all these fucking oh, great things. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, uh, it was about time, I would say. It was about time. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> i say so. But uh, yeah, sure, I've known you now for what? Fucking since the beginning, I guess. Six, when, when, five years? When did you start? 2014. Two thousand Then it's six years. Six years. Oh yeah. my goodness! You're one of my <laughs> oldest friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the memory lane. <laughs> we have had a lot of good crack, though, haven't we? I think we do. I think we do. Oh, the yeah. best. I think the. We, I think you're the only one I have crack with because you understand what the crack means. Yeah, I actually. And had you introduced the term and the thing. It's a weird one. I had a few messages from people saying, "What's fucking? What's the C R A I C crack thing?" Uh, with your it, name on the bucket. Yeah, no, yeah. but it never occurred to me that people wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> because it's just a part of life in Ireland to use that word crack. It just means like fun, tomfoolery, mischief, yeah. you know, gone out for a few drinks and talking shenanigans. shit. Shenanigans. Yeah, you're having the crack. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> you're having the crack. We have had a lot of crack, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're standing, you're like sitting there, but you're also in my ears, so it's weird. I know, it's strange. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a podcast studio, so that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Oh, technology. <laughs> so we did, uh, was it our, was our first tour the tour we did with Jamali? I, I think it say, was. I, did, I would say. I, maybe we did like, like something, like I did like one spot and you did like yeah. other spots, something like that. That was a great tour though. But I remember, yeah, I think the full tour, like, yeah. I think we both, I, I, I remember, I definitely like just asked Lewis, like, hey, please put me on tour. And he's like, okay, you're on tour with Tim there and there. He put the sword on each side of the shoulder yeah, and yeah. said, you are coming now. Yeah. <laughs> Rise, uh, op, uh, let me give you, kneel, open mic, <laughs> Raunagusik. Rise, uh, spot comic, Raunagusik. But I, I, I also think, I think you were there. Were we the last people to perform in Naba Club, me, me and you? I think we were, right? I think, I think we were. I think we were. Because was it I the Polish lad? Uh, Piotr Szymowski? Yeah. Uh, I think he didn't... I, 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 I don't remember. Because I'm sh- kind of remembering that he did only Tallinn and Tartu. Mm. I remember he did Tartu because I opened for him. I was in Riga with him at some point. Oh, okay. So, oh, so maybe he did Riga as well. Yeah. So yeah, for anyone listening at home, uh, especially all you lads back in Ireland who are messaging me saying lots of nice things. Thanks. I appreciate it. You have listeners in Ireland? I suppose I do, yeah. That's um, nice. Sure, That's what nice. else are they doing? Ireland is fucked. I actually The pubs are closed. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I also checked on um, self-promoting. I also checked on um, my podcast and I have one listener from Holland. Holland? Probably some Estonian, but hey, worldwide. Well... Holland, huh? Eh? 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 You're batting on your <laughs> dick, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, for the, for people back in Ireland, like we have uh, this um, this tour here where we 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 do Riga, Tartu, Tallinn, Helsinki. Four cities, uh, three different countries. Yeah. So we'd usually have two Estonian comedians, one Latvian comedian in in Riga, mm-hmm. and then this international guy who'd come and tour around with us. Yeah. And the venue in Riga back then was fucking great it was probably probably still my favorite room yeah i would say i loved it because it was like this long narrow stuffy little shithole underground yeah they come uh, on the stage from the middle yeah the stage is super fucking high off the ground yeah also you're super high it isn't like you're like everybody can see you even the people in the far far back 
like people on the streets can see you. That's how high you were on the <laughs> stage. And the audience was always great. It was always like mostly students who were yeah. drunk and high. Or expats or like yeah, people who knew about what comedy is in some way. Yeah. And now it's a fucking cafe. They turned it into a shitty cafe. <sighs> I remember I literally went there. I was because I think we were I was in the room with Lewis when the guy told him. He was like, Look, this is it. We're being forced to shut our doors on Monday. And uh, it was fucking devastating, sad. Because I'm one of these weirdos who put like, I get emotionally invested in a room uh. <laughs> <laughs> or a building, you know? Yeah. And when it, I can't go in there anymore, it's like, oh, fuck. Too, too much good memories? Or like just memories? <sighs> yeah. I mean, like Naba Club was not just for shows. I would go there if I, if I was in Riga. I'd just pop in for a drink and sit at the bar and say hello. And, but yeah, and but, the location, but like, location was like, Great, because like yeah. it was straight, just like minutes from the McDonald's, like basically. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, well, minutes from the McDonald's. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, but it was in. The, it is or it was whatever. Uh, it was like in the middle, in the middle of the city. Now I don't know. I, I only once, one time after Nava Club closed or performed in Latvia, in Riga, and that was in some shed. That was in the car repair. Yeah, the car repair. I've never, I've never even seen yeah. that place. And that was like, because like through Latvia or through, not through Latvia, but through Riga, there's a river and it there was is. basically on the river bank. And, but like outskirts, like we had to take a taxi, you wouldn't get it out either, either way. Yeah, well, yeah, it's tough. Like, yes, it's tough to find venues in Riga, but not really either at the same time. Like, I don't think... Uh, how do I put this now? I don't think Lewis was was overly eager to find a venue immediately straight away, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, but like I think it's I kind of same thing is like with because with the other ones that came after Navaklam, they were like hesitant to bring like probably yeah. to deal with like uh, comedy Estonia or something like that. And also the comedy Latvia base, like if you look at their venues, they don't have like one. Well, well, they do mics, of course, it's like changes mm -hmm. but i feel like they're like they don't like 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 for example in estonia we have like every month we have like these seven or eight places where we do mics basically yeah. but with them i feel like with every month like they choose like three or four yeah uh, depending on how much mics they do but like it changes so much so it's like it isn't cemented in some way so but i also think just the distance was an issue like you know here in Tallinn you can just get up and find a place yeah, yeah of course so lewis trying to run that organization from far away was never gonna really happen that's why it was devastating when naba club closed because ah oh, we're out in the fucking street now yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we found kanyapis at least kanyapis brought took us took us in and that's where we we did the the most of the last few shows you know kanyapis right i haven't been there oh i think we've been there <laughs> drinking it's this like it's not like uh it's a lot like um Fuck, that place in Tartu, the ETK kind of oh, cultural. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Center type of thing. I can imagine a lot of people. You've never been there. No, I oh haven't. man. Can't but I imagine a lot of people there. in their socks and everybody, oh, yeah. everybody going like, "Hey man, it's yeah. cool." Yeah, carrying shishas around like Tauri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never understood that shishas. What's the deal with those? And let's yeah. go deep in deep dive into the shisha shisha <laughs> culture. <laughs> No, but like I, I always. What does it mean if you smoke from a long, long bike? <laughs> I mean, you're a homosexual. I think. I think. I think. I think yeah, yeah. You're trying to compensate for something, you know. 
Yeah. I never understood the shisha thing. Uh, shisha thing. Yeah. It's because just like flavored fucking vapor. Just vape. Yeah. I think people just think they look cool when they do it, you know? <sighs> yeah. Well, I can't like just like dismiss it, but like, of course, in some part of my life, I have also been in that involved in the shisha culture. Have you now? Yeah, I was in... You're Ar- sitting there ready, ready and waiting to bash it. Yeah. And now you're fucking, you're a hypocrite, man. I'm a hypocrite. But that's what makes me so wonderful. Uh, oh, I don't know. narcissist as well. Yeah. <laughs> hypocrite and a narcissist. A, mon- a marvelous combo. Uh, so I'm running for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can imagine yeah. you as president. Yeah, yeah president. M- mandatory fucking movie watching, right? You wouldn't yeah. have to watch Citizen Kane or whatever that other <laughs> shit that you <laughs> must watch. Oh, in the film school, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll now, we'll na- get to that, but I just want to just, to the, for the Irish people listening, yeah. explain it on this tour. So you you do Riga, Tartu, Tallinn, Helsinki. Four nights. And uh, four nights. And it was our first full tour, I think. Yeah, for, for me, definitely. And we did it with this lad from the UK, Jamali Maddox. He had a show on Vice, I think. Yeah, yeah Hate Thy Neighbor. Hate or, Thy Neighbor, yeah. Or, or Why Hate Thy Neighbor. Or some, uh, Hate Thy Neighbor. Hate Thy Neighbor, yeah. yeah. And it was the first, like, yeah, we're comedians. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We're actually doing something. We're doing something. Yeah. And uh, it was it was one, one of my favorite... To, well, one of my favorite few days I've had here, and it was with you, Rono. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember uh, uh, coming back from uh, Riga uh, because we, we, when you got when we when you drive from Riga to Tartu, you don't take the usual route that yeah, you take to you, Estonia. <laughs> you take the road that hasn't been touched since Soviet times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you go to Valmermuisa. That's a place for a good beer again. Uh, shout out! Shout out to Valmer Moisem. Valmer Moisem, uh, sponsor us, please, 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 please. please. Uh, but yeah, it's like uh, you see a different side because usually you take if you go to Riga, you always get if you go to Bernu, to yeah. Hademes, the Ikla, Alkatuhat, and then you get to uh, you also go uh, speed through that woods where they have positivos. You see uh-huh. all that shit. But like if you take Riga to Tartu, it's it's another route and it's like it's different. an interesting fucking route. It is, I tell it you, there's is. a stretch of road there between between Valga and, and Valmeremuisa where I swear to God they haven't like they haven't done the roads since the fall of the Soviet Union. It's so shitty. It's so unbelievably shitty. Yeah. yeah. Like it's I couldn't. Like, it was the first time I, I, like on the the first Riga to Tartu show I ever did. It was the first time where I was like ah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you were. I'm in Eastern occup- Europe now. <laughs> so you were occupied by Soviet Union. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Now I see, yeah. And there's all because these little... Like, yeah, the sorry. all other roads are like uh, properly done by the EU monies yeah. and something like yeah. that. But yeah, like those little stretches that are still like yeah. waiting for there. They just... A pothole would form yeah. probably in the 80s and then they just shovel some gravel in and then it would yeah. form again. If you will go with a cold pan, you will find some rubles there. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, no, that uh, that tour was was fucking great. It was, oh, it um, was, it was, it was wonderful. It was amazing. Uh, a lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. Uh, but I think yeah, because you and me were like out every night. Yeah, because like some yeah, yeah, like I understand like uh, like Lewis he was hosting and driving. He didn't want to stay and like Jamali also the first night he was like yeah. I, I want to say sad, but not sad. <laughs> tired. Tired. Yeah. Tired. Yeah, but like we, you and me had crack. We. But I think was was Ari down for that one, that first Riga show? I think he was. I think not. No. No, no, no. I think he wasn't there in Estonia by that time, Shit. because it was. It's all a blur, man. Was it? Or I no, 
No, I think he was in Asia at the time. Oh, so right. he came back in 2016 somewhere, like in uh, spring. Yeah. He did the summer tour, the Sukis tour in 2016, and then he went back to e- Asia to tour there for a uh, like, couple of months. Oh, it's all a big fucking blur to me. <laughs> I know, it's a blur to me as well. How are you holding up without the shows at the moment? Mm, I think I, okay. Like I have my like my moments where I just like bash the wall. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like ah, bash, bash the wall, bash the wall, not the woman. Yeah, yeah, never the woman. Uh, no, uh, I'm holding up okay because of the podcast. It gives me like think of, like my wits sharp, I will say, and I still try to write something. I know that material will be obsolete if the thing go, uh, ends because, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, remember, guys, when it was two plus two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm fully expecting there to be just nothing but hack COVID jokes in the first mic. I want to be on the first mic and I want to open the first mic. And I'm not going to talk about Corona once. I'm not going to yeah, yeah, mention yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to tell stupid fucking drunk man and buy the jokes. Like, I yeah, yeah. Do. the same thing. Like, I'm, I'm not like trying to write like the best. Like, mm, so guys, like Corona, what's the deal <laughs> with that? <laughs> but are you writing still? Are you still writing? Yeah, still? I'm trying to kind of write, but like, but of course, but I'm kind of doing as an exercise. Uh, I know it's stupid, but I'm like just like for myself. Basically, I'm doing like my own mics. So basically what happens is I put, and this is going to sound very corny and very cheesy and very lame maybe, but I put my phone to record on a tripod, uh-huh. a little tripod. Uh, my girlfriend is there with a the soundboard and I do my jokes. And when the joke is supposedly funny, she posts, ha, 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 ha. Oh. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Ah. Like that. Like that, yeah. Uh, but like that kind of uh, just like, just to, it's basically a, like a substitute thing to do. So you're like doing it uh, WWE style because they're doing shows without crowds at the moment. Who is WWE? Wrestling. Uh, oh, wrestling. wrestling, yeah. So they're, they're doing wrestling. <laughs> they're doing proper fucking WrestleMania size massive shows in empty arenas. And I don't know because I've not watched them, but I think they play like audience sounds like, yeah. Yeah, take him down, man. <laughs> fucking you get him. <laughs> Vince McMahon sucks. <laughs> Which I think is great, by the way. Like, the lack of sports is fucking killing me. That's what's really killing me. Not yeah. the lack of shows, but the lack of sports is fucking... The lack of football, the lack of rugby. Oh, yeah. It's killing me. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting, yeah. Like, uh, I, I wouldn't say I was that kind of a sports guy, but yeah, some kind of sports you still like miss. Because I... Like... I try to like keep up what's happening in NBA to see like but not because I don't have league pass I don't watch it but like yeah. still like some like recaps and see like what's the standings is now it's like just like you're looking at like they're like basically showing like the best clips and like Old just stuff, like yeah. like yeah highlight reels but nothing like anything like that. like yesterday I watched the only the only league that's running at the moment I think the Belarusian league is running but the only one I could find a stream of was the fucking Belarusian Uz, Uz uh, football Beke- league? Yeah, yeah, the okay. Uzbekistani league. And I watched Ulan Batar versus some <laughs> fucking <laughs> Mongol horde team from the steppe. Were they on horses? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, but oh, but it was nice. It was like, oh man, fucking live sports somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, somewhere. But then still the like an empty stadium, probably, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, oh. it would have been empty anyway. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Uzbekistan. <laughs> there aren't any people there. They're like, what? 
Um, the sumo was great. I watched the sumo last month, which was, you know, fantastic. You know, I'm an advocate for sumo. You know, I'm like the Baruto of Estonia. <laughs> uh, I'm serious, by the way. I love sumo. Sumo's amazing. Yeah. It's great. More Estonian uh, people should watch it. How do the Japanese people know that you should go to sumo? Like, uh, like where? Do when do you decide, like, I am now to become a sumo wrestler? Like, I suppose you have he, to be he, really early on. You right? have a fat kid, and you go, "Well, he's fucked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sumo's the his life now. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a prestigious, honor, honorable thing. There, yeah, so, of course it is. You know, yeah. But how the fuck does someone like Baruto end up there? That's my question. Well, he started in already in Estonia, I think. Yeah, you have a little uh, sumo federation here, which is funny because I look at the pictures and it's all skinny white guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and then one fat Asian guy sitting in the back, like, "Yes, yes, you fight now." <laughs> So anyway, back to the comedy. Yes. When do you think this is all going to fucking get back to normal? Well, I hope it's going to end, like they said, like uh, with the May. Like it's at the end of April, the crisis situation is over. Although I can understand that they are really hesitant to like be like, yeah, let's start now in May. Because you don't want to be Yuri Ratas and be like, okay, second crisis situation. <laughs> Because you don't want to be like, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, guys, we have to do it another uh, again. So it's like, uh, then everybody will be, go fuck yourself. But Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, But maybe, maybe they're going to just like, with one like week, like, okay, one week, one week, add like a week by, week by week. See, stepping. it's weird. I was telling you before about James and Caleb kind of going mad because... James and Caleb are our open micers from the Western Ooh, world. Fucking cutting words from Rona. There are open micers. Sorry, uh, Caleb <laughs> is. Uh, both are up and coming, I will say. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you were a fucking open micer up until last year. No, yeah, like, probably. Look at these fucking. Mm, I'm still an open micer, I will say. We're all fucking open micers, man. No, Ari Marty's an open micer. Yeah. He's just an open micer who performs on massive stages in yeah. front of thousands of yeah. people. Yeah, but if you uh, go like I'm a like stand-up comic in uh, Estonian, then it's like I've been thinking about like yeah, like, if I if I get an ever a chance to like uh, perform somewhere outside Estonia, I will say like like people which say which you have done right? Well, I have right? done, I have done a couple of times, but uh, uh, and that's when sometimes I, when I start to like well, or when I decide to go to travel somewhere in Europe, I always in my back of my head like okay, it's it's going to be a vacation, but if I can get a, like a Mike or two in there, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the thing I want to do like is like go on stage and be like, yeah, people say like, hey, uh, like yeah, in comedy they say like, you should never punch down, you should always punch up, but that, hey, I'm a stand-up comic from Estonia. I am the down, <laughs> I am the low, like, and then I will be like, yeah, like, like in America, like a kid who is dying can meet his idols, who I've got, if I'm dying, only I can meet Tanel Padar. <laughs> <laughs> And he's in silver any day. <laughs> fucking Tony's Ninimets almost crashed into me the other day. He's <gasps> pulling out of his fucking, I think it was his house. Well, I don't want to say because where his house is. <laughs> but, uh, uh, he you can say where his house is. I don't know. I was driving down Technica oh. anyway. Yeah, yeah. And he pulls out in his car, which has his face on it. Yeah. <laughs> and he just doesn't look and just zooms out in front of me. And I almost <sighs> tell him. Motherfucker. Yeah. Now it's the question, who gets to tell the story on stage before? <laughs> Oh shit! I go, oh fuck! I better rush to tell my Tony's yeah. Ninimet story. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Let's get on stage. Yeah, so Tony's Ninimet's almost hit me the other day. 
But like, as for when this shit's gonna be over, like you said, if there's a if there's a if there's a resurgence of the of it after it's done, ah, we're fucked. The whole thing's fucked. I don't think this is gonna be done until September. I think we're fucked for the whole summer. Yeah, somebody said like, oh, it may it, uh, it go into June yeah. as well. Well, well, I'm not even like okay maybe it's an arrogant position because like i'm not infected at the moment that i'm healthy and everybody around me are healthy but like yeah of course the like the economical distress or whatever the situation is even worse afterwards like the aftermath is worse than this now like yeah i know like from a health issue and like oh people are dying that's bad but people are meant to die that's how life works that's how life works i guess jesus christ right very dark there. very dark yes super super dark but, but uh sarima is fucked for people listening who don't know sarima is an island yeah. off the west coast of estonia and they have basically like 50 percent of the population fucked infected right? already yeah. not infected but like i think they have are like going four, to be they have uh, at the moment i think they have like some what 500 people infected yeah but there lives like about like 20, 30,000 people in Sarama. But they've shut the island, so it's just this closed petri dish of yeah, 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 possible of infections, you know? So How do we help them, Ron? How do we help these people? What can I order from Jeff Bezos on Amazon that will, help, that will solve the situation? Can oh, I send them some tatoes from Ireland? Not tatoes, but like, <laughs> do you remember the Simpsons movie where they put the glass dome? I do, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe. That. Truman Show style. Truman Show style, yeah. Great movie. I, yeah. I, I watched I watched it again recently? recently. Okay. And just what a fucking and I don't I hate people, I hate film people who are up their own arse and are like you know, it really kind of uh, speaks social commentary on the yeah, world yeah. we have today, you know, the reality TV and all yeah. that. But but it really did fucking because it came out in ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. It fucking pretty all this shit, man. Yeah, way ahead of its yeah. time. I, I remember when I saw it first time, uh, I was surprised because it had Jim Gary in it. Uh-huh. And it was like, he did like two dramatic roles. One was Man from the Moon about Andy Kaufman. And that then the second one was that Truman Show. But they were semi-comedic as well. Like, yeah, they know. were semi-comedic, but like... His first but, real one was the Butterfly weird movie he did. Was that the, what, the number 24? No, the 23. That was like a thriller or something. But like... Uh, but the two like still was like he got like a Emmy for dramatic yeah. uh, role or something not like a comedy role, but if you come from like Ace Ventura one to uh, Mask uh, Liar Liar I, I think Liar Liar was before after I don't know, but like you come like these comedies and you're cable like guy. <laughs> yeah cable guy, <laughs> and then I saw it I was like what like I was expecting like some kind of a same goofy comedy but it was like serious I was like where. Where is the talking with the ass? <laughs> <laughs> that movie had such a profound effect on me. Like it, it, cha- it changed me. Like I, first of all, yeah, I fell into that fucking. Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> no, the cable guy. Okay. 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 <laughs> when he falls on that spike, I'm like, oh man, no, fuck. No, but I'm, I'm talking about the Truman Show. Okay. Like I did have a bit of the Truman Syndrome, you know, where I'd be thinking, which is really one of the most narcissistic things ever. Like, my life is a TV show. show yeah. But I would. I was fucking paranoid as a kid because I saw it when I was like 11 years of age. And I was like, oh, fuck. I think I, I was, when it came out, 80, 98? Something 97, like that. 98-ish. So I was probably a seven. So I was even more impressionable. So yeah. I remember the only thing that kind of gave me impression was like, for some reason, up till the, still today, I have this only like kind of a bucket list thing is like, 
because that was in uh, also in Truman. I also want to go to Fiji. Oh yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. I'm like, and if somebody asked, I'm like, you're gonna find a girl who's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the pin. What did the pin say? The pin said, "How does it end?" Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the little red pin. And um, but also like, I played the piano today because of the Truman Show. Because of the music of Philip Glass was so fucking incredible. I was yeah. like, I want to learn how to play this shit. So I booted up the old keyboard and learned uh, Truman Sleeps was the first song I learned. Ooh, and yeah. uh, man, just what? Like, because I, I was watching it. I haven't watched it in years. And I watched it again for the first time since probably since I came to Estonia. And I was like, holy shit. So much of my life is <laughs> yeah. my attitude and everything is like because of this fucking crazy movie that I watched when I was a kid. You know, what was that movie for you? What movie did you watch that you were like, oh, Jesus Christ, things will never be the same again? Probably Scary Movie 2. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, no. Is Scary Movie 2 where she's having sex with the guy in the fridge and he comes so hard he shoots her up into the roof? No, that was in the first one. Was it? Oh, okay. No, that uh, he wasn't in the fridge because the, no, the guy was a virgin, so he like oh, yeah. yeah, he had all this years of it was cum, a Titanic years thing, of cum. Yeah. In the second one, uh, the ghost has sex with a woman, so it's like yeah, oh bah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one had Beetlejuice in it? You know the the, the Howard Stern. Um, you know, this is your brain on drugs. You remember that? Beetlejuice was this little black guy from the Howard Stern show who had um, encephalitis. He had like a small head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, was in one of those scary movies. Uh, I think it was what, the second what, one. Was it? Maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm quite forgetful about this. But you're not movies. serious about scary movies? No, no, no. <laughs> I think like... Uh, I, and now I'm like thinking like that was a, like probably the most idiotic film now. But like I remember like that like kind of expanded like my mind. <laughs> mind. Uh, do you remember that stu- uh, conspiracy film, Zeitgeist movie? Oh, the the nine eleven one. Yeah, yeah, where it goes like, oh, oh, it's like, and that was actually, I think, the first moments where I was introduced to George Carlin because, like, oh, really? Because in that it begins with like a monologue from George Carlin about like religion uh-huh. or something like that, uh, or the Ten Commandments, basically, like he where he goes down, like where he can be like. Uh, he reduces Ten Commandments to like two commandments or something like that. Man, I'm just imagining young Rona watching fucking Zeitgeist. Yeah, and yeah I was like, Bad fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I was like 15. I was like, oh, whoa, going outside. The fucking chemtrails are real, man. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it was an inside job. <laughs> George W. Bush did it. I fell down that rabbit hole as well when I was younger. Like Zeitgeist and the other one, which was uh, In Plain Truth, which was presented by this like, very confident older man, which yeah. you're instantly like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's, yeah, of course. He's got gray hair and he's like well-spoken. Yeah, the Zeitgeist was also like, at that time it was like, oh, they have like every answer to everything, basically. Yeah. Because like the 9-11 part, it starts like they write out about the 9-11, like what's the, what was the event? Like, oh, these 11 people hijacked, I uh, hijacked uh, the plane and uh, whatever and uh and ra- ran into the buildings and the buildings exploded and then they go piece by piece why and how and how is this like inside shop inside shop but you uh, grew up eventually and realized all oh, that of stuff course. Was bullshit uh, right uh i think i was like after high school i read this book uh you know who is michael Shermer? i do uh, he's the he's the skeptic guy right yeah yeah skeptic guy and he has a book about like how brains develop patterns like think patterns yeah. and that's how like you think you believe in conspiracies, religion, supernatural things, and like that. And that made me like 
very like a skeptical person, and I'm still do st- like l- not anymore. I'm not like this is bullshit ev- to everything. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm like if somebody is like very confident in uh, truth, so to speak, I'm like yeah. But having like they're only presenting one side of the thing. Like it's like, but like yeah. I kind of it, last year I went deep. And I mean fucking deep, Rono, down the flat earth, flat earth rabbit hole, right? Oh, right. Uh, n- not believing that the earth was flat or anything, but I started, it, it all kicked off basically with that semi-argument Eddie Bravo had with Rogan Schaub and um, Callan on right. The Fight Companion, where I was like, huh, hmm. This is, this is mental, I don't this know is mental the, illness. I don't, I don't know the argument, so. Uh, Eddie was just throwing questions out like, why can we only see this side of the sky? Blah, blah, blah. Just typical flat earth shit. Cherry picking stuff. Why can we see this side? Yeah, one of his things well, was like... Well, sky doesn't have sides, first of all. <laughs> yeah, but his whole thing was like, when we're facing this direction at this time of year, we see these stars. Mm-hmm. And when we're facing the other direction, the other time of year, we see the same stars. So the sky is fixed or whatever. I don't know. It was just a load of shit, a load of bollocks. Yeah. And I could see why Joe Joe put his foot down and he doesn't let Eddie talk about that shit no more. He's like, enough is enough. But because of that video, of course... Do you course, think it because it attracts wrong people to his channel? Well, or, no, no, no. Rogan's, or he just doesn't like that kind of bullshit? Rogan's or argument, is he like a bullshit detector in that? His sense? argument was, you're, you're an influential person now. People uh, are going to listen to you. Kids are going to listen to you. And you're going to turn kids into flat earthers. And that's not a good thing. Okay. Because the earth isn't flat. <laughs> But anyway, um, the YouTube algorithm I think it's kicked in. I think it's too much put on Eddie Bravo or like... Yeah, I don't know. Eddie's just doing it for fun, though. He's just yeah. like... I don't even think he's that serious about it. He's just having fun, you know? But anyway, I went down this rabbit hole. I found all these YouTube channels, these like three-hour-long flat-earth debates held by this crazy child-beating narcissistic guy in the UK. All these... And mostly in the UK channels. Mm. And because uh, it was entertaining to watch these idiots. Have you seen that kind of uh, that guy, that documentary? Beyond on, the curve, I have. Yeah, yeah, in Netflix. Yeah, I liked how at the end it was like they try to do that uh, test with the laser. Like, and the guy was like, "Hmm, interesting, interesting." <laughs> like it didn't hint. Oh, but that guy Jaronism who did that test, he does a weekend, a weekly show called Globebusters yeah. with a guy called Bob Nodell, and Bob Nodell was the guy who did the the gyroscope thing remember oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we can't let this get out because uh, people will know that uh, we detected rotation or whatever yeah but i read about it and it was like uh yeah it doesn't actually measure well it's precisely it's, it's a laser a laser gyro so it, it detects drift it, it does detect the, the no it actually yeah it detected the, the exactly that the that the earth is moving like wah, yeah. wah, wah. i was like oh we gotta fucking keep it to ourselves <laughs> But anyway, they do this weekly show and they were doing this weekly show with, they had this, this narcissistic child beaten guy whose name is Nathan Oakley, by the way. Um, he'll fucking hear this too, by the way. Someone will link this to him. <laughs> I swear to God, he fucking, anyone, anyone who mentions his name on anything, he shows up in the comment section saying, thanks for the advert. Uh, <laughs> He's just a fucking weirdo. Uh, but anyway, he came on and um, the documentary was brought up. Mm-hmm. And he, they, br- they brought him on to basically defend their position on the flat earth. Mm-hmm. And he got into it with this Bob Nodell guy saying it's not an experiment. Because like, they'll argue the definition of words. 
they won't like look at the experiment and go, okay, it's this and this. They'll say, right. well, what does experiment mean? And then they redefine shit for themselves. Yeah. So what they had is a, a theory actually. They yeah. had a massive falling out, and uh, their shows split. So now there's two shows: Globebusters and Ballbusters. <laughs> Ballbusters is run by this Nathan Oakley guy. I will say Ballbusters is a. Uh, if you say, hey, do you want to watch Ballbusters? I'm like, is this about like ex wives getting back at their men? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a clever name. Yeah. Ballbusters. And it just shits all over the other one, Globusters. So I ended up down this rabbit hole. And even though, you know, I never believed this flat earth shit for a second, I came to that same. Uh, I came to that same fucking. I can't do this no more. Like, I can't watch this shit no more. I can't. Like it made me physically, it made me physically fucking, I can't do it. Yeah. And it's the same with the 9-11 shit years ago. Like I was, oh man, look at fucking zeitgeist and, yeah. in plain sight. And now I'm like, nah, it's just, yeah, it's, it saps uh, your energy. It's like, why yeah. was With the, the zeitgeist thing, yeah, it's like, uh, I remember when I read it was the book, I don't remember the name. It has like a blue cover, but like by my Michael Shermer is like the brains something something or what do we believe in or something mm. like that. Maybe I'm probably saying the wrong name, but yeah, he said like yeah, it, it that nine eleven was a conspiracy. It was a conspiracy by eleven jihadis uh -huh. to uh, kidnap the planes or take take over the planes and run them into the towers, and that that's a conspiracy. What but about, like, what about Tower Seven, bro? Yeah, <laughs> Tower Seven. Why was it brought down, man? It, it's actually not a tower, but it's like a building, but it's a tower, but it's the same. Yeah, what's the diff what is a tower, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't care actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about any of it no more. Yeah. Like, I I enjoy it to laugh at it and. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, I don't like skeptics either. These quote unquote yeah, yeah, people yeah. who make a living off of be just being skeptical about everything. Because Shermer is skeptical of everything. Yeah, of course, of course. He will try and find, like, he's almost as bad as the flat earthers and the, the conspiracy because he's trying to find patterns too. You yeah. know, he's trying to find the quote unquote truth. But well, yeah, that's the it, it's. I don't like anything that goes into extreme. It doesn't matter which side you go. Like, if you think like, or oh, you're a centrist, so are you. So what? If you're not with us or against us, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, of That's course. That's the yeah. attitude of fucking the left in politics, you know? If you're center, you're you're right wing. Oh. Yeah, that's it. If you're not with us, you're against us. Anyway, sorry, go on. Cut you off rudely again. Yeah. Like, w even coming back to the COVID-19, like, mm -hmm. yeah, like some people were like, oh, you need to stay home, never leave, buy fucking bulks of toilet paper, whatever. And the others were like, oh, it's out of proportion. It's basically seasonal flu. And I'm like, well, they're both like kind of like a wrong attitude I will say to take to dealing with it's just like we have a situation act act. I would say like act accordingly but like just try to just chill out yeah chill out like yeah you don't have to it's out of your hands you can't do anything basically yeah. about it like you can't go like no COVID anymore like <laughs> <laughs> well maybe that would solve it though well, if well, me and you leave the studio right now put our fingers in the air and go no, no COVID, COVID anymore <laughs> I think we'd solve it I think we get a whole lot of this they fixed it yes <laughs> Tim and Rauner finally <laughs> what took him so long <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you mean like uh, yeah I'd be the same just, just fucking look look at look at the extremes though look at them. And then yeah. go like, all right, you have some points, you got some points. Yeah. Can we not just meet in the middle? Yeah. We're not allowed, we have to be extreme. Yeah, it's always like, yeah. It, because like, I feel like it, where I, when I'm in this position, like where I'm like, okay, this is, like, I understand this, I understand this, like, like 
it's a place where actually compromise happens or mm-hmm. like where it's like okay let's try to figure it out like the people who are i feel like here like in the middle they are like actually trying to be like reasonable about it yeah this is why i try my best to avoid talking about politics with anybody <sighs> of course and i look like in a lot of pubs in ireland um there won't be a lot left after this <laughs> but <laughs> you'll often see a sign behind the bar saying no politics talk and they're serious they're fucking serious oh they're really like, if, yeah they'll if the barman hears you talking about Shall oh fucking boris johnson has covid yeah boy he like shut up you fucking idiot yeah just can't calm down like, this is not crack this is not no crack. it's not crack it's not crack it's shite crack it's, shi- yeah, it's, it's shit crack. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, uh, like I don't like conversation where it's, like, goes deep. Like, yeah. oh, you have to be, like, think. I'm like, why? Can we just, like, make fun of everybody and just yeah. go on? Like, I, I like making fun of the likes of Ekre. Yeah. Um, but I've come across, you know, the e- extreme Ekre guys as well. They, well, they, in Bayer, definitely. Yeah, 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 they come down to the fucking... Because I think uh, uh, after, well... During the elections last year, uh, Barnuma went to Ekre uh, and Voruma. Well, if uh, I don't know how to like explain it in English because I don't know the uh, county, right? Terms? No, yeah, county. But like every county is like their own parishes. Like, parishes, yeah. not parishes. Ah, uh, they're basically parishes, though. If in the polling system, whatever it is, basically like constituencies. Constituencies. All right. So like. <laughs> There are different constituencies during the election. Like Tallinn has like five because it's because of the population. It depends on the population or something. So Barnuma is like one, and the, every county is one. And I think like Yarvama was after Barnuma and Boruma, the third one that w- almost went to uh, Ekra, but didn't, because uh, Jak Madison is from uh, Yarvama. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, I don't know, like, I don't know. But he's from uh, Vargama. I think that's the place where Tamsara beat his woman. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially on this podcast, uh, Anton Hansen Tamsara, the Estonian writer, <laughs> beat his wife. He was, great, he was a great writer, though. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> that's why he beat his wife. Ah, <laughs> oh, he was like, the, he's the Bukowski of, uh, of Estonia. No. no. Well, he beat, beat his wife. Bukowski he, is... His famous, most famous book is a five-part... I don't know, not trilogy, five-part book about just plowing the field. Yeah, to the Oigos. Did you see the giant Pearu um, mural that's on the side of an apartment building in Tallinn? As you drive towards, it's fucking beautiful. As you drive towards the bus station from like where the Olympia Hotel is, you know, there's that road. Mm, yeah, I think I think I know. On I, the I, left I, side of one of those commie yeah. blocks, there's a yeah. giant mural of Pearu driving a plow. Right. As in the Pearu from the movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like the it's movie. really fucking cool. So they basically they are the actor, yeah. actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like just like some old person. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a that's a fairly important book, isn't it? The, yeah, our of series course. of books. Yeah, I remember when we because it's like uh, mandatory during the gym school school yeah high school part. Uh, I think it was like the first book that we have to read in the tenth grade or in the so- or in the sophomore not yeah. sophomore what's before sophomore. Yeah, for those listening who don't know, it's basically. 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade are high school in Estonia. Yeah, I'm talking about the book, though. Oh, right. Sorry. It's like The Field. In, in Ireland, we have this this book written by John B. Keane, uh, this author from Kerry, actually. It's called The Field. And great movie, by the way. If you have time, I recommend you check out the movie The Field. It's got um, Richard Harris and Sean Bean is in it. And oh, the American actor, I forget the name of. But it's about a father and son 
who are working this field. Right. And they don't own the field. Some widow owns the field. Right. And they basically rent it off her right, yeah, yeah. and grow crops and stuff. Is it set during those times where like for, uh, farmers were like kind of like just like working for on the field but not owning no, it? No, no. It's set in like the f- 50s? Post-war fucking... 1950s? I think so. But anyway, All right. the movie's about this old man played by Richard Harris called the Bull McCabe and his son. Um, and they plow this field... Like, this man has this deep emotional connection to this field. He dug the rocks out of the field with his bare fucking hands with his father. There's a great line where his mother's dying. She had a heart attack. And the father said, come on, son, mother, we we have to help your mother. And he says, like, we'll bring in the corn first from the field. Because he he appreciated the field far more than he did anything else. So this man and his son are working the field. And this wealthy American guy comes out of nowhere. And, bam basically tries to buy the field. The field's put up for auction. The American tries to buy it. The lads are justifiably angry. They end up, spoiler alert, killing the American guy and all this Aww. stuff. But it's this incredible... But, hey, but here, now, see, in this, br- in this film, there is, like, something happening, actually. In the... The uh, the it's, it's like, if, like, Vargame Andres will be like, I'm gonna kill Piaro, then we'll be like, oh, shit... Yeah, but stuff happens, you know. Yeah. Piaru sabotages his fucking well or his um, canal or his yeah, dam yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, this field the dog movie, goes. What? He does. <laughs> yeah. He does go. Mwah. What? Great foley work there by the people who made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Can you do a dog? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the same type of thing. This agricultural yeah, yeah. snapshot of 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 rural Ireland at the time, and Todi Oigos is is very much an agricultural snapshot of Estonia. At the time, and mm. it, which is a great movie, by the way. I, I went to see it when it was out, and uh, now you're talking about the yeah, right. totally okay. yeah. But definitely, you. I'm pointing at you, Norona. Watch the field. You like it. All right. Yeah. There's, I, a bit it, of, there's a bit of crack in it. There's a character called Bird, Bird McDonald, and he's a uh, Bird McDonald. He's, yeah, a fucking, he's touched. He's a character. He's you know? a retarded. He might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you see the last? I just watched the Louis C.K.'s uh, last special yesterday. I night. did, of course. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Fine. I purchased it legally. Fine work, fine work, I would say. It was. He went right to the line. Yeah. And I immediately went on Reddit, knowing full well what all the comments were going to be. You know, the first few times... Oh, this masturbator doesn't have the right to tell jokes anymore. Well, the, the first few comments were just people joking, like, oh, did he masturbate in front of the audience? <laughs> but it didn't take long to find the outraged, offended people going like, oh, we shouldn't venerate this man. He raped these women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like know, that man. he began with it, like, and but he came back to the topic, still yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and now if we could get Bill Cosby to do the same thing, <laughs> I think he's fucked. Oh, he's literally fucked. being fucked in the arse right now in prison. <sighs> I'll help him. Are prisoners the only ones who are like saved from COVID? Not oh like God, only no, ones. man. Rikers Island in the U- US is rampant. Fucking, what's his face got it? The, the movie guy. Weinstein. Uh, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, he Weinstein. got it. He got, he got coronavirus. Oh, right. I think he did anyway. Yeah. So no, prisons are, f- they're, they're especially fucked because oh, they, right. yeah, they can't isolated. socially isolate, you know, yeah, yeah, guys who are in a cell together. You know? Yeah. They can socially <laughs> isolate the guys who are fucking each other. <laughs> they can't. They can't. Do you know what was a great thing I saw on, the, on Reddit though? 
I only go to Reddit just to read the fucking outrage and the butthurt, but someone was arguing that because... What kind of subreddits do you actually, like, roam through? Stand-up, probably? No, no I don't. I stay away from because they're all fucking assholes in that place, man. Yeah, because, like, in stand-up, I feel like, oh, somebody said, oh, somebody made that joke on Reddit before you did. I was like... Yeah, I like... There's one subreddit where guys just post videos of their open mic sets. I like that. Okay. Because I just like seeing inexperienced guys in front of small audiences. I think it's great. Mm. And um, I don't remember the name of it, but they, they do get a lot of like views and stuff, and it's a great place to get 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 yourself out there. So it's great. But no, mostly I just go to like shit politics says and <laughs> just read the outrage and the <laughs> butthurt and the, and the crying. And what was I going to say? Oh yeah, some fella was making an argument that because essentially because there's so many African Americans in jail disproportionately, <laughs> right? Yeah. And because coronavirus is affecting the jails, yeah. he, his legit, not joking argument was that coronavirus is a racist virus. <laughs> because a higher percentage of African Americans were getting it in the prisons. <sighs> so it's a racist virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hilarious. That's, that's comedy, man. That's, that's, com- <laughs> that's, that's pure comedy. That's, that's like, comedy, yeah. you can't uh, write a better set than that, basically. Yeah, but about, about the Louis C.K. thing, though, because he released his by himself, yeah, of course. we don't get to see the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Which would have been overwhelmingly negative, probably. Yeah, but I think that's bullshit account anyway. Because yeah. like even with like uh, Chappelle's last yeah. one, they were like, "Oh, we can only allow five people to review it." And who are these white people? They are very woke. Yeah, they're white. What, well, diverse, 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 diverse. When did woke become a term for people who are like politically correct? I would. I always thought it was the other way around. Oh, that like woke people are like the people who are saying the outlandish things, like like like. No, like woke people are they're aware of the Jewish conspiracy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they believe in eugenics and all that. Did you do this podcast to just ask everybody about the Jew problem? They should, of course. Okay. We need a podcast to talk about the Jewish question. Okay. I mean, come on, yeah. we're gonna get cancelled so now, Raúl. No, yeah. The Estonian <laughs> Jewish community. But to be fair, he hasn't gotten the outrage. He hasn't even come close, from what I've seen anyway, to what Chappelle got after his special. He got fucking... The so sticks, many, and sticks and stones? Yeah, one? so many people just looking for an excuse to shit on yeah, yeah. funny jokes. Yeah, exactly. Fun, especially the juicy Smollett bit. Yeah. Fucking great. But people were all upset by it. So. Still? Because, yeah. but he pointed out the hypocrisy of the Yeah, but they, people on the internet don't care. These these snowflakes, these fucking lefty commie snowflakes. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. That's yeah. what we need to fix. We need to bring back the gulag and put all the leftists in it. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's popular with the people, man. Well, <laughs> the leftists were the one who were running to the gulags. I oh, think. but this will be our gulag. Ah, the right wing gulag. No, the Tim gulag. The Tim gulag. Tim's personal gulag. <laughs> you're all going in it, lads. Every single one of you. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to do make Porsche, but you're failing. it. I we made kulak. So anyway, what was or kulash? Kulash is the Estonian. I was talking about something now. I forgot. I'm just having too much of a good time. Uh, Alzheimer. <laughs> Does it ring a bell? Uh, yeah, I wanted to go back to movies actually. Okay. Because okay, okay. you went to film school. I did. How was that? Uh, I would say it was a great experience. Did you like, learn the films? Did you learn all about movies and films and all that? Uh, like I got the probably the basics down. Like, like 
at first when I when I went to like when I was in the school like a lot of films were ruined for me like in in way because like I was being very analytical about them but now uh, it's like yeah it's it's kind of helping and it's like oh man classic Ronald burp there yeah heard a lot of those on the tour of course uh uh yeah, but now I'm like really. Oh, you're nasty. Okay, but I not have that. coronavirus, man. What do you want from me? Hey, we all have it because the silver old man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> like there was no doubt He's about. The He's patient there was, X. <laughs> there was no doubt about it. Like they didn't come here to him to be like, "We're checking you on your blood pressure. We are looking after you." No, they it was got him out of there quick. quick yeah. There. He's like, he's been going around to all the sel- he's fucking patient X. He's <gasps> going around to all the silvers being oh sick. Yeah. yeah. Because also the silver uh if you haven't I don't know if you shop more like all around or just one place. In Baida? Yeah. Or do you go only already go silver because of the selection is better? I'm a fucking maxi market man till I die, Are my you? friend. Shout out to all the ladies the in maxi markets. You're doing a great job. I Did appreciate it. Did they use those like masks already, like a week ago or something like that, or two weeks ago? No, they had the big glass shield oh, right. in front of the. Okay. Okay. Cerebro was the last one to do it, basically. Really? Who, yeah, who gave in? Because like, why would they? Like, Cerebro was like, like everybody. I went to Cerebro, I think Friday, mm-hmm. and it was like as full as it will be on any Friday. Like there were hundreds of people there. Like I will say, a hundred people were there, and like, and that was the first time. Friday was what, like, fifth, uh, fourth of fourth, uh, not September, uh, April. Basically, like three days or four days yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the yeah third of uh, April, and then was the first time I saw like silver people having like masks. Be- before that, they didn't have anything. They didn't even have gloves, because like silver n- n- is booming. They are making money off this. Of course, they are all making a fortune off it. I think Silver is making most because their uh, web shop or the web uh, courier thing is like booming. Like you, you need to book uh, like days before to get to. Uh, oh, yeah, huh. something like that. Something like that. So I'm trying to convince my parents to get their groceries um, delivered at home, but they won't do it. They're too old school. Fucking, they're going out in the in the clouds of COVID to get the the food. But the the amazing thing I saw was after that first panic buy when everyone cleared out the shelves yeah, of toilet paper. Right, right. They ordered in so much inventory into the shops, and I went into Maxi Market like a week after that, mm-hmm. and there were new aisles that were yeah. just toilet paper. Exactly. And now exactly. everyone's stocked up, so like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I I didn't do it before. Like yeah. Like when the first wave came, like, oh, it's a situation, you have to go. Like, I was like, I don't care. Because I knew in a way that, like, it's probably going to stock up. And it's the, like, the, it doesn't, it going, it's not going to be like, oh, we're, they're still in us out of toilet paper. <laughs> like, no, it, they're going, they're going back. You see, in Ireland, we have this wonderful plant called the dog leaf. Like, the, the, what you not superstition the bullshit the what the old wives tale okay, was okay. when you got stung by a nettle you take a dog mm-hmm. leaf and you'd rub it yeah and that would cure the nettle sting but i've wiped my arse with a fair few dog leaves too because <laughs> 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 there are these big leaves right so the nettles uh, my arse is like nettle n- no nettle zone nettles come near my arse and they explode man 
Just a little aside there to the yeah, whole toilet I get paper it, thing. I get it. So when we run out of toilet paper in Ireland, lads, go out into the countryside, find some dog leaves. Yeah. You're fine. Exactly. Uh, also, those uh, brochures that come to your mailboxes. Oh, yeah, I've gotten one of those, yeah. Uh, you can use those as a toilet oh, paper. Oh, true. Yeah, true. I, I have. Or the insane amounts of spam you still get in yeah, the mail here. Exactly. You don't get that in Ireland anymore. Really? For some reason, I don't know if the government banned it or something, but you don't get... The spam you get here is fucking insane. I'd come yeah. out and I'd check my mailbox and there's yeah. like five booklets from Maxima or some other shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Oh, and you still ass. get it, like, you still get it. Like, like, like a lot of uh, the post boxes that have the, like, no spam mail in mm-hmm. here, they don't care. They still dump it in. But, oh, uh... A sticker is going to stop the mailman being like, boom. Because sometimes, like, a delivery notice will be put in and a bunch of spam will come and I'll, like, rifle through the first two spam and I'll go, all right, there's no delivery, there's nothing there. And then, you know. Yeah, in my uh, apartment building, it's gone so bad. Like, our apartment building actually just put, like, a bin underneath the box boxes. Like, just put the shit here. Like, you don't even have to take it home or, like, you don't have to throw it in the trash yourself. Just put it here. Somebody from the union or whatever comes and just like yeah. it that way. I like this guy on YouTube, uh, Craig, uh, Chris or Craig Furs, Colin Furs. He just integrated a, sh- a paper shredder into his mailbox directly. Oh, so everything that goes through the mailbox gets shredded. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, because the spam is ridiculous. Like. But yeah, but uh, but the funny thing I just remember was like uh, when I first moved to Manico. That's basically just a part of Numa. Uh, or just just at the edge of town, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the Las Namagi of Nome. Oh, oh, yeah. In the in Tallinn, uh, every uh, basically every na- not neighborhood but part of the city or uh, city part uh, has their own like Las Namagi. Like Las Namagi is our o- own part of the city, but like every like Nome has a little <laughs> Las Namagi in it. Birita yeah. has it. Vimsi has it. Like everybody has that. Uh, one place where it's just like those old Hovroshkas and uh, old Russian buildings. Even though, in defense of Lasnamagi, I brought a friend from Australia who visited me last year. He didn't want to meet you because he was being weird. Um, that's why I never got to take him to the fucking Leno Saddam. He was okay. like, I don't want to meet your friend. Whatever. Anyway, he came and he was like, he wanted to see like the hey, old... Hey, I'm a hypocrite and narcissist. What am I not like? But you're a lovely young fella. Yeah. You're a lovely lad. But <laughs> I took him to Las Namagi because he wanted to see the old... Oh, yeah. And it was like nice because they're... He they're... saw Las Namagi before me. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, where's all the shitty uh, fucking bombed out building? <laughs> he expected... He what? expected the movie... Um, Did he expect- Like Lilia Forever or... Um, that movie that was filmed in fucking I don't know I think it was Lilia Forever. Did maybe he expect Stalker, like 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 a fucking Serbia in the middle of the war? Yeah, like he expected, in the nineties. He expected La- the Soviet Union, like landmines and like. <laughs> <laughs> you still he, find some of those around here, that's for sure. But like, like even I brought him out to um, Paldiski, and he was like, "Man, this is uh, this is fucking this is nice." Like, yeah, well, we're in the European Union now, my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So next time he comes, I'll have to take him to Silamaya or Narva or something. Uh, or take him to just some bomb village. And leave him there. Yeah. And just, <laughs> oh, you thought, oh, you Australian man, so good. <laughs> Try to come back. 
Uh, but yeah, the one thing that I got like in the mail, like the, for some reason, I don't know why, for some reason, but for the ter- first three months where I went, when I was living in Manico, I got a brochure from uh, a gravestone place that said like, with this brochure, you get 30% off from your gravestone. I nice. Was like, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to die, but at the same time, it's a good deal. Yeah, hold on to that. Yeah. You might need it. It will expire like in bastards. Yeah, bastards. How do they expire something like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's funny, like a business in the bay, like gravestones, like you're never out of business, basically. Yeah, yeah. But you only, you never bring joy with your work. Like nobody's like, oh, thank you. That's the beautiful, <laughs> most beautiful gravestone. But like, uh, still those, like those fellas, you have undertakers here, right? Who make the dead look nice. Of course, of course. Yeah. They do good work, those fellas. Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, I'll be driving. I will, uh, I would like to be buried in blackface. Would you? <laughs> yeah, why That'd not? Be, why, I, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? Why fucking not? not. Why, why not? Why not? Yeah. With a fucking Nazi armband. Yeah, yeah. Go full on, like, full yeah. on. Open gasket. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, a um, glass I'm, casket so everyone can see it. <laughs> yeah, but they can't wipe it off. Ah. <laughs> Thinking ahead of time. Uh, how do you want to be, uh, your body dealt with after you're dead? Uh, probably. I suppose black, black, black face. Uh, after that, I don't care. You don't care. Yeah. Put me on the Vabaduserist. <laughs> What's that? The thing on the Vabaduserist. Oh, the big cross. Yeah. <laughs> the crucify. Yeah. One. Nice one, man. That's, Maybe. that's an interesting way to go. Uh, or you have no, you have no poetic notions of having your ashes scattered in. No. The radioactive Baltic Sea or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that, no? Uh, use me to scare people. <laughs> 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 Just put me up somewhere where I scare people. <laughs> Deal. Put it in the will and I'll make it happen. Yeah, I will. I will. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe... Maybe a nuclear war happens and then I just disaggregate. Hopefully, it'd be something interesting, anyway. Yeah. Like, somebody, like, there was this thing, like, before COVID, like, oh, the uh, world will, will end 2050 because of the global warming and something like that, right? So, yeah, but now, like, the environment is doing well because we're all yeah. staying at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really, I don't, this is one of the things that people give me shit about, too. Like, I was at a wedding. <clears throat> I was at a wedding a couple of months ago. And I just said to this fella, who's this, who is this fucking pure environmentalist? What, you know, he, he's bullshit. He's just tr- yeah. doing it for pussy, basically, which is what they all do. Well, I stopped, uh, I can say that uh, in, uh, publicly now, I stopped at uh, like recycling. Because like before I will be like, okay, this is in the biological bin, this is in... Well, I still use the, like, the paper and I separate paper and like cardboard, but like biological and... Regular trash are in the same trash now because I got a bigger trash can. That was just convenience yeah. because like it's um, it doesn't matter what I know. It's like oh well, it only takes one person to make a change. No, no, it takes the it takes big, everyone. It takes the big industries to make the change, and if they're not changing, it doesn't happen anytime soon. But like this guy at the wedding. Now to okay. be fair, he had a Tesla, right? So he let me drive his Tesla, which was nice. I got because it was quiet. But no, it was, it's, it's just a nice car, right? But he was like, yeah, man, you'll be fucking driving in a Tesla now in a few months. Because apparently tes- Tesla buy, uh, owners think all you have to do is drive a Tesla and you're hooked, right? Elon Musk thinks it. I will never 
buy a Tesla. I will never buy an electric vehicle as long as I live. Unless the European Union put their foot down and say, we're banning petrol cars. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I have no fucking interest in driving an electric car. I need my vroom, Rono. Yeah. I need the... And I know some electric vehicles have a fake uh, vroom sound that comes through the speakers. It's not the same. Really? Yeah. I think the Audi e-tron or... or There's a Foley arse that was the... It's like playing Gran Turismo, like that yeah. fake fucking... Nah, yeah, man, exactly. I need my vroom. And, and I'm... <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna sacrifice my room to be environmentally friendly. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just not gonna yeah. do it. I do my bit. I recycle. I do recycle. That's bullshit. I don't recycle at all. I did at one point, but I don't burn trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm all right. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't litter, but I will never ever buy a fucking Tesla. That's for sure. That's for sure. So we agreed that we don't recycle. <sighs> Like at some point, like I'm incentivized I'll to recycle cans because you get money back. But you know, we don't have that in Ireland. You don't get any money back for your recycled bottles in or cans. The, in the one country, you would. Man, like I met a Canadian fella. Because in Ireland, you just throw all your glass bottles, your plastic bottles, in a big recycling area. That's I thought you throw it on the ground and be like, ha ha! Some, some people do that. <laughs> but. I made my point. <laughs> you throw them in this big thing and that's it. And I met a Canadian fella once. Because uh, my parents live near a beach in a little village called Ballyhaig. All right. And their recycling bins are right next to the beach. So there was a Canadian fella kind of looking at me, disposing of my bottles. And he came up to me and I thought, oh boy, here we go. Gonna get raped. This is the end for <laughs> Tim. Because <laughs> he was a weird looking guy. But he said, uh, what are these big uh, things for? A, what's this all about? A, a? And I said, oh, these are the recycling Oh, you're things. from Canada, eh? <laughs> but he asked me, oh, yeah, where'd you get your money? What? My money? Yeah, yeah, where'd you get your money for your recycling? I'm like, no, we don't do that here. And he was stunned. He was shocked. Yeah. And this was before I, uh, this was before I moved to Estonia. And then I come here, and you have the fucking Tara Automat. Yeah. And it just makes so much sense. We're looking after our homeless people. <laughs> exactly. It, it is like a welfare program for but the now, homeless but people. But now, I'm, yeah, now I'm thinking like, did we do it just to be like, we're not actually fixing the homeless person problem, but, but we're like just putting a little bandage on it, but like, hey, we're giving you money, so stop I whining. Know. I think Estonia does it because everyone else in Europe does it. Yeah. And Ireland doesn't do it because the UK doesn't do it. That's how things happen in Ireland. We just follow whatever the UK does, you know? Like, so when UK leaves, you leave? Uh, some people want to, but no. Well, Ireland, yeah. <laughs> We're very pro-EU in Ireland. Yeah, of course. Because we got bailed out. But do you think, like, uh, oh, yeah, of course, you were you were the one of the... Fucking IMF parachuted a big box full of money. <laughs> they were, like, with a like with a t-shirt, kind of, but with full of money. Full of money, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, we're also pro-EU because... Uh, we're not stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah we're, we get massive benefits from the EU. The of UK course. is full of. I don't know. You can say it. Say what? I don't know. You were you were about to say something about. I'm trying to like think because I have a friend of mine who was very very anti. You met him, Tom, the big big fella from, from oh, yeah, Manchester. Right. Yeah, he voted for Brexit, and he's very and he stands to lose out from this because you know if, if the economy of the UK suffers because of Brexit but there goes will. His, there goes his welfare you know his welfare is going to come but down he is on welfare he's on disability so all that shit's going to 
gonna come down one way or the other. It's a disability to live in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Hey. wait, wait, hey! <laughs> I, I would say so. Yes. Uh, uh, for the whole hour, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, uh, it's just full of like yeah. ignorant people. They're of fucking course. ignorant. They don't. They don't look beyond their nose. They don't care about the out outside. They're just they're nationalists. You know, they're proud of Blighty and the fucking the British Empire, mate. We fucking yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck what, you. what? What? <laughs> you know, the Queen Mary fucking sailed all over the fucking world. Yeah, fucking yeah. It's the greatest uh, English accent I've ever yeah, heard. I don't know. You sounded like one of those guys from Metalocalypse. Did you ever watch that show? The Adult Swim show about the metal band from Sweden. Not familiar. Fucking hell, man. You need to watch more stuff, Rono. I know. You just watch Citizen Kane over and oh, over and no. over again. <laughs> I'm just in my... I, I wake up, Rose, but... <laughs> <laughs> but just actually to bring it back to movies again. Oh. Because when you were talking about how you used to overanalyze stuff when yeah, you were yeah. younger. Well, in the... In doing uh, uh, studying. Yeah. Because then it was like, oh, I was like, oh, how this like magnificent... Uh, like the only like s I took out some well I took out like I feel like some uh filmmakers are better than the others <laughs> but well, like yeah. <laughs> from the from the history like oh they because like when we were studying like film history they would show like like in from people from like Egypt blah 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 blah, blah, blah. but like most of it was like still like it was hard to follow because it's like so slow mm -hmm. it's like different culture you don't like but uh, I would say like uh, Akira Kurosawa was like good like Seven Samurais like because like he did like the storytelling is like still like kind of Western like mm. you kind of understand like what the story is about but with with some of the like other cultures and other films, it's like you're just like watching and you're like, I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. It's like and it's like black and white and slow and it's like understand like it's like it, you just don't like get it. But that video you sent to me then that one time, you must have actually orgasmed when you found it. Do you remember the video you sent me of some fella who was arguing that there will be blood was filmed with the fucking Fibonacci spiral in mind. Remember oh, that? Right, yeah. That was shown to me in uh, university, so yeah. I was yeah. like very impressed about it. Like, oh, yeah. I was watching this thinking, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he sat, I don't think his cinematographer sat and positioned the camera so it would <laughs> be yeah, the yeah, Fibonacci yeah. spiral. Stuff like that makes me go like, oh, film students yeah. are fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, and for, for me the same. Like, it's like, oh, like, what, like, it's kind of like... The it's the conspiracy thing. You're looking for patterns. Yeah, it's the it, same. It's like you're trying to be like, oh, I get what he was doing. Yeah. It's like, no, it doesn't, like, he just, like, I think, like, the cinematographer just had a good frame and that's it. But I like There Will Be Blood. It's the best film. It's it's my favorite it's movie of, the of all best films. It's, it's the greatest. It's the you, one I watch every you, month. I think you recommended it to me, I think. Jesus, if I was the one who recommended it to I you, think, you, were, I you, were, you were going down the wrong path. You should have watched that movie years before you met me. Yeah, but like a lot of the films, like I remember when during school, like people were like, oh, have you seen this film? Oh, like the teacher asked and then, yeah. and you were like, oh, you didn't raise your hand. You felt like, oh, everybody was like, oh, you haven't seen it. Like, yeah, yeah, I fucking hate that. And I was hate like, that. 
Yeah, I was watching Ace Ventura when I was a kid. Yeah, Cable Guy, legitimately. Yeah. What fucking Waterworld? Great movie. Uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, but but it was popular to hate it. It became okay. like, it became because it bombed like it bombed. Yeah, it in bombed the, in the box office, yeah. but I don't know why people were like, it's Mad Max with with lots of water, <laughs> you know. But because yeah. uh, that's my that's one of my biggest, and I'm very bitter about because I I remember I got bullied in school for liking the Phantom Menace. I got legitimately like some guy. He didn't beat me up, but he was like, you fucking idiot, man, you're stupid, fucking... Because it was extremely popular at the time to sure. shit on The Phantom Menace. And now look, oh, everyone's coming around to it now because the new trilogy... Sucks. ...disappointed people. Yeah, yeah. And now everyone's like, you know what, in retrospect... Hey, you know, you don't get to say that. Fuck those people. Yeah. Fuck them. Hey, em. Phantom, uh, the ending duel... Oh, due uh, to the fates. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. But Ewan McGregor jumps. Oh, but Jar Jar sounds silly. So fuck this movie. It's terrible. It's a diff. Yeah, but you have to think about it. Like it's a different like a generation. And of course, it's like I can I kind of understand. Like yeah, it was more because like the first ones, I would say like George Lucas had more control as our art artist. And yeah. then and now it was like corporate because like the what people don't understand like oh some people go like oh fucking uh, Marvel movies they are so of course they are because they are not like films they are products like I yeah. wouldn't say like oh they are not cinema like like Martin Scorsese said. <laughs> I'm not like putting myself where Martin Scorsese is but like I kind of understand like yeah it's like it's so many people making those it's movie by committee it's committee yeah, yeah. deciding you know yeah of course of course so but. So it's kind of hard to have this kind of uh, adventurous movies. Like, I still watch like Indiana Jones. Yeah, still, it's like it's a it's a great story. It's yeah, a, it's a great like adventure. It's I think like Indiana Jones is for me like the only film I will say like it's an adventure movie. Like like others are like oh it's like a drama or thriller mm. or something like that. But like that's an adventure. You go like you're trying to find out the uh, what's the uh, what's the philosopher not what's the philosopher stones that's another <laughs> what's the Ark of the Covenant or yeah, like what's yeah. what what it is but at the same time it's like ah oh, uh-huh. he's getting there he's getting there yeah. and it's like yeah but like Rauno 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 I'm very bitter about the Phantom Menace <laughs> okay okay like Daniel Plainview said in There Will Be Blood I've built up my hatreds one by one all these years. And now all these cunts are going on Reddit saying, do you know what? In retrospect, oh. yeah, I beat the shit out of Tim, called him a piece of shit, said the Phantom Menace. But you know what? I rewatched it again. Pretty fucking good, man. I fucking hate those people. All of them should fucking go in a pit and die. They're, yeah. they're, they should be thrown into the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> I think only the from the, I don't know what it is, like the middle trilogy, the first and to the third episode, I would say the second one, the Act of the Clones was... Was the I think it's the it's like, bit of a mess, yeah. Yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> like the third one, I can see like they were trying to like make the oh Anakin yeah. Skywalker into Darth Vader story. That then it had like a kind of purpose, but the second one was like just like what was it? Like when you think of the Attack of the Clones, there aren't many truly memorable. Oh, do you remember this part? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of that, but it's with just the, silliness. Like I killed them all. Menace is like uh, the uh, the. Uh, where the moment uh, 
the race where the pod race, uh, yeah. pod race, yeah. uh, then Jewel it's of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time Liam Neeson is on, like quite one gong 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 gong. For some reason, he, Jin, yeah. for some reason, he had the Chinese name. <laughs> he did, indeed. yeah, for some reason. But like an, another thing as well is, I see a lot of these fucking idiots, Bruno. I hate these people so much. I have so much say hate it. in my heart. Say it how people. it is. Say it to people listening in Ireland. Say it how it is. I will indeed. Okay, but I better calm down because my okay. mother, my mother's listening, and she doesn't want me to get upset and angry. And uh, if you if you listen, mom, watch the Phantom Menace. You love it. <laughs> but. Uh, I saw one of the biggest criticisms that the, the newer trilogy got was... I haven't seen any of them. Well, one of the criticisms was there's f- very little politics. It's very much action because The Phantom Menace was steeped in politics. Like, and Glow Wars as well. Yeah, well, yeah, but The Phantom Menace really had this atmosphere of... Yeah, that like the Senate. Polit- and it was great. And he managed to, to do in one movie what the fucking new trilogy couldn't do in three and uh, it's you mean just a uh, solid phantom, phantom menace phantom and- menace yeah just there was a, more politics in that movie setting up chief palpatine coming to power the whole setup yeah seeing the cracks all that stuff that and they just didn't do any of that stuff in the, the new trilogy which and i'm not fucking i'm not against the new trilogy i liked you know it was all right they're they're, they're good movies to sit down and watch they're fun at action movies i also don't like these fucking Star Wars nerds are like, well, you know, it's fucking derivative and all this shit. Like, just go and enjoy them. But I'm so bitter about The Phantom Menace. And I have a friend out there in Ireland, Paul Lockton, if you're listening. He was one of the first people who I was like, Phantom Menace is pretty, it's pretty, good, it's pretty good, right? And he was like, yeah, man. So like, yeah, fucking hell, I found another one. Mm. Another one in the darkness. Right. Exactly. You know? Uh I think I went to, yeah, I see it in the cinema, actually. The Phantom Me Menace. too, yeah. yeah. It was the first Star Wars movie I ever saw in the cinema, which was an event, man. Well, of course, event. because we were both born. born. Yeah, yeah. I might be a time traveler. How do you know? How do you know? Oh. Oh. Might be George Lucas. I don't have the neck, though. <laughs> <laughs> you do have the beard. I do. Maybe maybe I'm hiding the George Lucas neck yeah. under the beard. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the George Lucas you're looking for. <laughs> are there any movies that you... Um, are there any movies that you watched? Have you ever walked out of a movie? Have you ever been so disgusted by a movie that you walked out? Not disgusted, but I think like, uh, do you know the festival that had happens every year in Tallinn, that Black Knight Festival? Yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, I went to see a film, I think in during my high, uh, university time in, in film school, uh, I went to see a film about like some, there was like this black comedy uh, about horse breeders in Iceland. And the next year he had a kind of a similar film. Like it's very like slow paced, like it's like deadpan humor, dark mm-hmm. humor, something like that. And the first one was like funny because like like some people be like, so the mother died, and then some and then in the background you could see like two horses fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's was just like absurd image basically. <laughs> but in the relation of the what's happening in the foreground and the background. But the second one was about like uh, sheep herders uh, or like, and especially like uh, male. So like, I don't know, what what do you call a male sheep? Uh, fucking sheep, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know actually, I don't know. With the horns basically, <clears throat> yeah. And, but that one was, yeah, that was due, because like with the Nordic films, it, they're usually like slow paced and it's like everybody's very like monotone and like, yeah. 
and it just like was too boring for me so i walked out you of it walked out Oof. yeah i've only ever walked out of one movie and it was meet the spartans which was a parody of 300 <laughs> i think i downloaded it and from uTorrent or something like that easily the worst movie i've ever seen of course yeah uh like the like i my comedy sense in movies has been uh, involved like i started with like jeff uh, jeff i wanted to say jeff carry jeff carry <laughs> no jim carry uh, with like oh, his okay. like his in 90s i remember and then came the like the first word the scary movie parodies that which were okay like the first two but after like i think the third one was like where they got lost well not they got, like, got lost but they started to just like parody pop culture it wasn't like a coherent story but it was just like hey a sketch a sketch a sketch yeah, a sketch yeah. mm -hmm. and then it came like the disaster movies meet the spartans date movie so on and so on and it was like just like terrible unterrible unterrible basically there aren't many of those releasing anymore are they like well, pure actu parodies actually of other actually movies. i saw a parody of fast and the furious really was it a porn oh <laughs> no seen that one. no no, oh. there was a well. Of course, there's a, bo bo a born version. Normal, <laughs> uh, normal. <laughs> Do you ever see the um, the Bane, the Batman Bane porn that uh, Brazers made? You've not seen that. The guy has the Bane mask, and he's like, yeah. the, the penis rises, <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take off that cock ring? It would be extremely painful. <laughs> You've not seen that. God bless Brazzers, man. They do, they're doing all these like parody porns now, and it's fucking hilarious. I was born in the Bukaka. Born <laughs> <Yeah>. by it. <laughs> and then like Bane's mother walks in on them or something, and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, mother, look away. <laughs> <laughs> when Gotham game, I will. <laughs> I, know. And I, I don't remember the real lines, but that trilogy is a good trilogy, I will say. Very good, yeah. The Batman, the Nolan Batman trilogy. I'm looking forward to Tenet now. Oh. I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be, but the trailer is so good. Yeah. And every time I after now it's showing like it was showing uh, before the COVID thing uh, in front of the films. I went yeah. to, I think the last film I saw. What was the last film I saw? Oh, uh, have you seen Gentleman by Guy yeah, Ritchie? Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. Very good movie. Very good movie. I loved it. Yeah. Because Guy Ritchie. He's la like he he did rock and roller, right? Uh, yeah, but he and did then, snitch and yeah, uh, no. But after rock and roller, I didn't like the next few mu movies he did. So gentleman kind of went back to that ensemble, yeah, yeah, cool, fucking quick, you know. Yeah, but I felt like it was like, um, like it it was almost like a Kai Ritchie film, but like it was like like a knockoff Kai Ritchie film. Oh, you snob! I know. I'm, oh, I you know. dirty bitch! Uh, oh, I know, I know, but like. You didn't like, like it? Like, I don't know. Oh, man. I went to see 1917. That might have been my last movie. Oh, the World War yeah. I. War, okay, yeah. And um, I was extremely hungover when I was watching it. And I don't know. Old Tim gets a bit emotional when, he, uh, when he's extremely hungover. Have you seen 1917? Nope. Well, there's a scene where the, 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 the soldier, because his friend dies, spoiler yeah. alert, no one's listening to this, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's running through this bombed out city and it's being lit. There's there's no lighting. It's pitch black. It's only being lit by the explosions of bombs 
So you get this effect of different shadows being cast at different times. Right. And I was sitting there. I was the only person in the whole room sitting there. And I was like tearing up at how magnificent this was. So it's yeah. a good movie. I okay. recommend it. Yeah. Actually, no. Do you know what? The last movie I saw was the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> Good fucking movie, man. Not I, I, bad. I believe you. I believe Not you. Not bad. Actually. Jim Carrey was a oh, classic Jim. If you like Jim Carrey, you'll like it. Okay. Classic. Okay. I will see it then. Yeah, if it. it if it comes back after the co the thing. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, where were we actually? Were we, uh, talking we, about we were talking about um, movies that you walked out of and meet the Spartans oh. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, at some point I realized, like, yeah, because like when I was a teenager, like those parody movies seemed like. The sense of humor that was presented there was like connecting with my sense of humor, but of course, after you like grow up and you like kind of develop, yeah, like a kind of a real taste or not like a real taste, but like a some kind of a other way of looking. You stop. At we stop watching shit. Yeah, you know, exactly. you, you start watching deep stuff. You know, like. I won't say like deep stuff. I still like. <laughs> I still like uh, watching it like bad comedy movies because yeah. like I like to see like how they could have make it be- made it better or like just yeah. like think about it, like why did they choose this and just to see how ridiculously bad it is like some sort of like the last movie i watched was do you know this movie spy with no. like Me- melissa mccarthy like american film like basically like uh melissa mccarthy is a woman who has to become a spy and then it's like yeah i haven't seen it though no. but it like the thing is, like, with it's so bad in that sense. It's like, it, it, because like they show blood, like if somebody's killed, meaning that they definitely got like a R rating, or like it's the rating is like uh, seventeen or not under. Like you can only, you know how they. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it tries to be like a hey, 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 a comedy. It's like you can't. You can't put like a action packed like a thriller where it's like blood and people getting like stabbed and like shot in the head and like fucking impaled basically, mm-hmm. and then be like, "Oh, I stepped into the pool!" Ha 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 ha! It's like, like, and yeah, I yeah, I I always I like those movies because like I like to see like oh they can have like a great joke in here, but they yeah. didn't set it up like just like now I'm like analyzing comedies like how they set up the jokes and how they like uh, show the jokes mm. and how they, how so on. In that case, I like uh, um, a lot of Edgar Wright stuff because like he uses like different ways to, and there's like a video, video essay about it, like how, how he does visual comedy, but it's like still like he has a very distinctive style and it's like, have you probably seen Baby Driver? I haven't, no. Well, yeah, that's like a, I've I've ha- I have a blackout of movies. I only started getting back into watching movies, new movies, in like the last year and a half. You know what I mean? Going back to the cinema. Did we go watch some kind of movie together? Mad did Max. We, did we go see Mad Max together? Did we? Or was something else? Did you blow me or did I blow you? That's how I remember these uh, things. I think you blew me th- for that. Did one. we sixty nine? I think we sixty nine. Because we got kicked out, right? <laughs> uh, we were caught. Fucking yeah. hell, man. Shout out to Coca-Cola Plaza. No, we were in IMAX. <laughs> no, it, I think it, it, it wasn't Mad Max. We saw The Martian, I think, wasn't it? Ah, it was The yeah. Martian, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And you complained because I was like, hey. Y- you were like, hey. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. When, whenever 
something slightly scientifically questionable would happen, you'd point at the screen angrily and go like, Whoa! what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I like, just relax, man. Just watch I the pulled, fucking movie. I pulled your dick out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Martian, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I mean, that movie. But that was like, a great movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, great movie. That, because like, it was exactly like, yeah, a good feel like, yeah, bring our guy back home from yeah, yeah. Marsh, Marsh, Mar Marsh, Mar Marsh, Marsh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, so yeah, I, I, I only started going back to the cinema recently. And uh, do you know anyone who works in Coca-Cola Plaza by chance? Do you, do you know anyone who works there? Maybe one person. <laughs> I'm trying to get a hold of some of that butter dust to take home with me. Oh, in the popcorn? Yeah, man. Section? I want that yeah. butter flavoring. I, I want it. There was two. I, you, but haven't you looked at it where it where it's made and you can just order it on online? It's not the same. You can order Flavacol, but that has this salt in it. That's oh, right, too right. salty. It, well, whoever the fucking suppliers are for Coca-Cola Plaza, it's just pure butter, butter flavor. And I remember I went to see, when I went to see 1917, um, I went up, it was upstairs, because I'd always go at like 12, because I want to be a slob and eat my butter dust in private. <laughs> There's no one there. So, so Wait, what? So you go... I go really early. I go 12 like... A, ah, yeah. in the morning, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. So I went, and there was two full butter dust things. There's usually only one. And I was like, fuck, I could steal one of these and get away with it. But I, I didn't, because I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bad man. Yeah. But I want the fucking Honest, butter dust. Honest Tim, what did they call you? Honest fucking Tim. That Honest was my that was my fucking nickname back in the yeah. day. Back in the <laughs> day when you were robbing saloons. Honest Tim. And Honest the, Tim. And the gang. <laughs> <laughs> Honest Tim and the boys. Yeah. But... Like the extra, extra, get you read about it. Honest Tim drops a bank. <laughs> I have a story about the butter dust, actually. I think I might have told you this in the pub once, but when I went to see Todi Oigas. All right. Uh, I was there and the cinema was it was fucking packed. And of course, I got my popcorn with the butter dust. And I never read the book, so I never, I had no idea what was going to happen, right? I had no yeah. idea what was going to go on. And I'm sitting there watching it and I'm enjoying the movie, great movie. And then it turns very dark very quickly. And there's that moment where his wife dies, right? And I was deep in butter dust territory. I had my hand, because you know the way the butter dust slowly seeps yeah. to the bottom the, and yeah. collects? So I was like, right, the, the prime butter dust popcorn is on the bottom. I'm going to fucking, whew, I'm going to dig down like fucking... Yeah. You're uh, like simulating a cow, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fisting a cow right now. Yeah, but like getting the prime fucking ore. The the the. If you're if you're a Minecraft player, you're getting the diamond in the bottom few layers to get the fucking butter dust. And I'm deep down, and then his wife dies, right? And I I stopped I stopped digging to watch this, and I I look around and I realize people starting to cry and tear up. Yeah, because this book is fucking a very important part of Estonian literature, right? Yeah. And to see it played out like this was obviously very upsetting for a lot of people. Yeah. First the women start crying. Yeah. But then the fucking men start tearing up as well. But they're trying to hide it, you know. They're like <laughs> they're like they're trying to time their breathing so they yeah. don't uh, But I fucking know because I've I've cried at many a movie. So I know they're like <laughs> Yeah. So I'm deep in the butter dust, right? I'm elbow fucking deep. Yeah. I'm elbow fucking deep. And then that scene happens where Pearu comes in. No, no, don't do it to me, man. <laughs> he comes in to, um, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Andres. 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 
Andrus. He, he's, he's telling the story about how Andrus, he, yeah. he saw Andrus's beautiful wife Mare. call out to the pigs. Yeah. Saying, Persia, Persia, Persia. And he starts, he starts crying. He puts his head on his lap. And the, everyone is crying. Falling there, and I'm just like, yeah, this is really emotional and sad. What the butter dust? I gotta get the popcorn, because the the cinema is dead fucking quiet, and every (laughs) movement they can hear the fucking hair on my head grow, and I'm like, I just want the fucking butter dust. So I try to pull out my hand, and it's like, I'm not trying to be like a fat shamer, but you probably had the XL. Normal. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. So I'm pulling it out. And I'm like, I have to be strategic about this. And I start pulling it out. And then all of a sudden, a guy in the corner of the room tries to, and I know he was doing this, yeah. he tries to mask his crying by coughing. Yeah. Because he just, he's so consumed with this sadness of this moment, this incredible Estonian moment that he probably read as a child. Exactly. And, and probably cried as a child. And now he's seeing it on screen. And he coughs. And it like it startles me. He's like, <coughs> and I pulled my hand out and popcorn flew into the air <laughs> and started raining popcorn and butter dust down on everyone all around me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, Persa, 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 see, 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 here I am. But that was a beautiful moment. It was for for everyone who was watching the movie. Yeah. And then I, because they were all dressed up and but shit. But it didn't get to you like, like when Piaro goes to Andres, like. Of course it did. Like. But, you know, I'm conflicted. Like, I'm 50 50. I'm watching the movie, yeah. but I want a whole load of butter dust in my mouth. I understand. So I had to make a decision. And I was trying to be stealthy, but this fella who's pretending to not cry, I fucking know what he was up to do. He was yeah. doing the whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, can I must yeah. add something spicy earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I went, went watching that and I remember that scene exactly well and yeah and it's and exactly in that moment yeah I was because like like I don't I don't care if somebody sees me like crying in a, in a movie uh-huh. or like the, yeah if it, if it actually like Big Lebowski strong men also cry around. yeah yeah but like like if a like a let's say a piece of art in general like brings that emotion in up me I'm like okay let's have it like whatever I don't care but like yeah I can see it like I was but I knew that that's happening to me yeah. but now I'm trying to look to see what the other Estonian men are like feeling it's like <laughs> like a lot of arm like chair grabbing and like the arm set grabbing like they're, they're sweating <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. the tear tear ducts are blocked so yeah, much yeah. that they're sweating yeah, yeah. tears yeah you can see like yeah just guys like going like uh, uh. But yeah, but it, I I I think it's like a good uh, good notion of a good art if that like that oh god yeah. if if yeah. it's cathartic if if art is cathartic that's like a good notion of art yeah. like like it doesn't matter what it is like sometimes it's it can be like you just look <laughs> two girls and one cup and like, oh man <laughs> <laughs> good childhood memories. <laughs> It but doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Or the class, uh, class jar guy, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, that was a that was a sugar jar, by the way. He didn't actually. Uh, that's a fake video. You know that, right? Oh, really? It's one of those fake glass things. He made it. You know, he didn't actually impale himself. Oh, so like like a sugar glass that he used in the movies, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fake. But he didn't die. No, he didn't die. No, he also <sighs> didn't hurt himself. It's all fake. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 
Now you know where my money came from. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All, all the oh. clash there up the arse money is fucking paying off now big time. Hey. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like when it comes to movies, I sometimes I mostly tear up at just uh, like good looking moments of movies, you know? Like uh, like in Interstellar when, when, when Tara's says goodbye to McConaughey and... Okay. and goes into the black for hole. me it was when he was looking back at the memories or the video messages yeah that's and, also very sad and but, he's crying but that's a sad moment yeah, I, yeah. I tear up at the, at the glory of what's on the screen sometimes yeah. you know just at the fucking amazingness of it but the first movie I ever like got upset and cried at was a fucking Usher movie what movie? Uh, the movie's called I think it was called Light It Up and it's just about like the, the streets you know streets in america a bunch of b black youths get caught up in uh whatever the fuck they did okay but the, one of the the members i'm f this was years ago now so i'm not remembering the details one of the members of the gang or whatever was mm. this guy i think his name was t baby yeah. and he was like a young kid who looked like urkel actually weirdly enough <laughs> for those of you who get the reference probably won't but and he, he he gets shot and he dies and for some reason i just started fucking crying yeah i'm like oh jesus I care about black people. My yeah. goodness, <gasps> I'm not a racist. Just, that's a good like a uh, like a test for you if you if oh, you yeah. cried. At it. But yeah, it was weird. I, I often yeah. remember that movie because nobody has seen that movie. Usher was in it when he wasn't even. This is when Usher was still I, making I, music. You know, definitely don't know that movie. Yeah, I but it seen. was like sad. And, yeah. you know. I think the first time I cried at the movie was probably Lion King, like where Simba goes, like where the dad dies, and it's like. Eh, eh. That, that's probably cut. Why the fuck did they not get Jeremy Irons back? I have a ta Tom Hanks bubble now in my throat. That's what we call it back in Ireland. What? When you get a bubble from liquid, yeah, makes you sound like Tom Hanks when it gets lodged, lodged in your throat. Does so it? We, Does we it? call it a Tom Hanks bubble, yeah. Really? <laughs> but yeah, like um, they got, because they Life's got... Uh, like a box. <laughs> they I got... I um, can't do accents for shit. <laughs> your man, it was James Earl Jones who did the voice of Mufasa. Yeah. Right? They got him back for the remake, but they didn't get Jeremy Irons back to be Scar. Shocking. Who did Scar? I don't know, but it wasn't Jeremy Irons. You, you mean the live action one, right? With the like real. Yeah, the, yeah, we're gonna the remake, the one that remake. was out last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Disgrace. And the second time I cried was we saw. And this is very pretentious because it's a black and white film, uh, Italian neo realism uh, called Bicycle Thieves. And that's the. If some. Huh. And for. Uh, when I was in uh, university, people were like, oh, like when I was on Tinder and people asked like, oh, you work, you study film, what are the, like some, for some reason people think like I'm now like a film connoisseur and I can like, oh, watch these films, these make life better for you. <laughs> but that was the one film that, that I recommended. It's called Bicycle Thieves. It's about hour and 20 minutes or something. It's really, and it's basically about the guy after the war, uh, everybody's looking for a job. Uh, his wife sells all the clothes and all the uh, sleeping like linen so he can buy a bike and get a job as a bike uh, a poster a, a person puts up posters on a bike and on the first day his bike is stolen and he begins to look for his bike and a bike and in at the end, the end it's so a the John Wick of bikes Basically, <laughs> John Wick of bikes, and uh, in the end, I'm gonna spoil. Am I gonna? Hey, spoil? how old is this movie? Like 
over 70 years. All right, well, no. Spoiler. It's a classic, it's a classic. Yeah. At the end, he comes to his end and he steals, his he steals another bike, somebody else's bike, but he gets caught. And the people are like, oh, how can you do this? Because... He for for those listening, he, Ron was even doing the Italian, Italian. like ah, how ah. like Vincenzo. Uh, oh, how can you do this? It's crazy. <laughs> Maybe his name wasn't Vincenzo, Giovanni. But throughout the day, when he's looking for the bike, he has his son, and then his son looks up to him in disappointment, and then it's like that moment, like when his son like understands that his father is corrupt like yeah yeah that adulthood is basically corruption it's like you do what you have to do it's listen like oh noble being noble it's like yeah and, and that the, got you huh oh Fuck, no. if, that moment when his son goes like oh father father what do you do uh, put <laughs> the spaghetti on the linguine <laughs> I'm ruining a good movie. I'm ruining, but yeah, that moment I remember watching it in class. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I, w I didn't cry, but like it <clears throat> yeah. cut deep for some reason. Yeah, I'm a pussy man. I'll cry at the drop of a hat at a movie. I'm a real sensitive boy, especially you know? if that hat drops from a very high place. Oh, indeed, indeed. Um, like I'm thinking, like recently, what like mm. no, I haven't. I haven't cried recently at a movie. All right. Other than 1917, I didn't fucking cry. I was just amazed at the beauty of what was on screen. Exactly. But just talking about like people walking out. Did you know there's like a group of journalists who go specifically go to the film festivals, Venice, um, Cannes, um, yeah. to walk out of movies, just to to be a piece of to shit. make a new news about it. And for Be some reason, they target our old friend. Poor old Terence Malick. He always has the same people walk out of his movies. Uh, I remember when The Tree of Life came out. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for that movie is easily one of the greatest trailers ever made. The movie itself is a bit... What movie is it? Tree of Life. You've not seen The Tree of oh, Life? I haven't. It's basically a movie that's... It's typical Terence Malick. Camera's always moving. Cinematographer's all like just natural light the whole time. Mm. Lots of whispering voiceovers and, uh, you know, uh, fucking, it opens with like, did I, did I, did I leave the oven on? And then it cuts to a dinosaur eating a fish or something. <laughs> <laughs> they got the actual dinosaur fucking Terrence Mack. Ter you, so you've not seen The Tree of Life. It's it's a movie about a father who... Can I say something? I yeah. haven't seen any of Terrence Mack films. You need to get out. You've not seen the thin uh, red oh, line right now. I need to get out right you, now from the recording. Okay. You've not seen the thin red line. I have it on DVD in my home. Oh, come on, man. I'm going to watch I it. I mean, Terrence Malick is one of those directors who is very self-serving, extremely pretentious. His last three movies have been terrible. But The Tree of Life was interesting because it was basically another wanky art project where mm. The movie was about Brad Pitt and his wife, played by Jessica Chastain, which was her first major role, actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because uh, it came out in, like, 2011 or something. Oh, okay. okay. But it's just about their life. Now somebody in the comments are going, <laughs> first, then, uh, thank you for the advert, but <laughs> Jessica says... Thanks for the advert. That thanks for the advert, Smack but... his kids. Uh, Jessica Chastain was also in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's a uh, flat earther and a film critic. <laughs> She's very attractive also. I could give that to Jessica her. Jessica Chastain? She is indeed. 
Yeah, yeah. She's very say. classically attractive. Anyway, just I got to move on. But um, yeah, like so, the, so the movie. Sorry, you mean like the stars in the forties, like uh, like those who? Uh, yeah, she's like a, she's stuck classic, all the time. Classic, yeah, cla- classic Hollywood. Classically beautiful. Classic Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Um, so the movie's just about these parents. Imagine who, now she listens to this. She's listening to live right now. <gasps> she's she's Rano. She's standing right behind you. <laughs> That's a blackboard. <laughs> but the movie is about family losing a child, right? That's basically the whole movie. And then one of the sons grows up and it's... Uh, who's that fucking actor who looks rough all the time? I think it was Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yes. Yeah. And the movie's just about their, his childhood, right? Yeah. But it's interspersed with the like scenes the of the creation of the universe and the dinosaurs, asteroid impacts. It's this... It's severe wank. It's pure wank, but but it's beautiful and it's and in my opinion, it's a good movie. Okay, but half the the theater walked out in um, the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, yet it won the Palme d'Or. So these fuckers, there's this cabal of journalists who go to this film festival just to walk out of movies. Yeah, that was that's pathetic. Is what it that is. was the one thing that they are uh, like, like I've been. Like every year, can comes out and like oh, you hear the stories like oh, half of the audience booed, and half the audience was yeah, like yeah, great, the best masterpiece. And like half people, like the whole audience walked out. Like especially when it comes to our dear friend Lars von Trier. Yeah, oh, we, oh, von Trier. Mwah. Have you seen Melancholia? Uh, yes. Great movie. Oh, very fucking. That movie gave me a headache though. Because it's just so fucking heavy and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like triggers depression just watching it. Well, it is melancholy. It's, yeah. It's like, like that when the main character is like, I think it, at one point she's like dragging through mud or something. Like it's a very slow paced like scene where it's like just dragging through. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you're like, just like. It is fucking, you're, you're like scraping the seat sides. Yeah. It was all right. I I didn't like um Nymphomania? No. Not not I saw those. Uh, those too. I liked that cuz she got skewered by big buff black lads. I <laughs> 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 This uh, podcast is brought to you by blacked.com. Um but I liked I didn't like the movie he did with uh was it Red Dragon? Not Red Dragon. You know the movie he did where it had your man William Man Defoe? Who, yeah, Willem Dafoe. Oh, Antichrist. Yeah, Antichrist, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But I think his last movie was about like a serial killer. Uh, like the house the Jack built. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it. I haven't seen same it, no. thing. I haven't yeah. seen it. But that was the same thing. Like, oh, because it was so gratuitous. Like, because like at some point, like it's a ser- it's a story about a serial killer that kills people. But everybody was like, oh, how can he put that on the screen? It's like that's what he does. He just yeah. puts shit on the screen. screen yeah. yeah, it's like, but yeah, at the same time, like whenever I read that, like I'm like, oh, I walk like half of the crowd walked out. I was like, yeah, it it doesn't matter. Like, it, it yeah, but it, they, but they walked out because it's obscene, not because yeah. it's like bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it was too much. It's like, yeah, who does care? It doesn't that matter. So who is your favorite? Who is your, like, go-to director that you would... You look forward to his movies, you know? Or who is the director you look back on and think he's the greatest? Like, I know it's kind of a... 
like a like a kind of a hipster thing to say, but I will say like Wes Anderson. Good answer. I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson. Like, uh, and it isn't like oh, like kind of like I just like that kind of um, his images. He was the first director where I s- I learned, and I have watched like basically from Puzzle Rocket, Rushmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now blanking. I even watched the, the Royal Tenenbaums, Royal one Ten- of my favorite. The Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Darjeeling Unlimited. Mm-hmm. What was the one was like a Grand people. Budapest Hotel was Grand the Budapest, uh, magnificent. Like, I love dogs. I love dogs. Fantastic Mr. Fox. They were like. The thing about him was I oh, never. Oh, and my favorite one is the life of Steve. Uh, life. The life aquatic with Steve. Z- I was just about to say it. Oh. That is one movie that I watch. I used to watch. I here I had a routine because, because I like that humor. I like that deadpan humor. It's weird. It's weird. It, it's weird, but like I like that humor. Plus, he got Sir George, who is a Portuguese singer, to cover a whole bunch of David Bowie songs. Yeah, which I listened to while driving to your apartment today. By the way. His fucking cover of Life on Mars is, Mwah! do you know what? That's how we'll. That's the music that we'll pick to end the podcast. But are we, 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 we No, no, we're not. Are oh, we okay. fuck? We have much to talk about yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he was the the first director where I realized how important color was and how important symmetry was. Oh, also Moonrise Kingdom. Forgot that one. Moonrise Kingdom is exactly what I want to talk about. Yeah. There's a scene where the girl and the boy meet in this field. Yeah, and it is this fucking sharp perfectly symmetrical shot that i actually ripped off for a short film i made <laughs> years ago with my mate kyle and i think you met kyle yeah. and matthew um yeah. which i'll put in the description because it's a very funny video if i yeah. do say so myself but just symmetry and and uh sp- props special effects like the shot with the arrow going through the air that type of shit yeah, you know? yeah exactly He's that's a very good answer. Yeah, that's uh, yeah because I like that he like every shot is thought about. Like it isn't like yeah. random. It mm-hmm. isn't like oh let's just do this and then put it together. There's no like oh that's a good shot. Let's throw yeah, it. Everything yeah. is like he has like from the beginning to the end everything is thought about. And he doesn't storyboard anything either. He just he's just yeah. on fucking point. Uh, second choice will be probably choice choice uh, will be Edgar Wright. Although I haven't seen his like TV series uh, with that he wrote with Simon Beck like in the I think it's in the early 20- 2000s or something like that. But I have seen the trilogies and the uh, other ones. No love for um, our friend uh, who made the room. What's his name? Uh, Tommy Weiser. <laughs> Tommy Weiser, yeah. Tommy Weiser. Well, he's in another league, man. I'm telling you. I really wish I went to see the the room showing here, but was it? Well, I think it wasn't done eventually. Uh, was it not? I Why did, they didn't I, sell enough tickets or something? I think I think it was. I I I don't know if it was. It if it ever happened, I feel like it didn't happen because like Fuck's I didn't. Sake, I don't remember, and I don't have any recollection that everybody anybody posted something about it. Yeah, because uh, I, I mean, I would be surprised if they if that was cancelled because. Yeah, that's like probably he will have like outlandish demands for our kind mm. of uh, like organization or organizers. I've never actually I've never gone to one of those showings. My yeah, I, I don't know if you remember Chris Betts, com- uh, Canadian comedian. I remember him. Uh, we were gonna go to one of the showings in London, but it didn't work out. But I've I've never seen it live. Yeah, but I think 
Thing. You must love that movie because you love the whole fucking so bad it's good shit, right? Yeah, that's that's now like after after school I was like I wasn't like oh now I'm going to watch more good like classical ci- good cinema like that brew beer cinema I'm like give me the baddest and the worst like <laughs> like that's because that's actually how you learn because you see like kind of like the, because if you I think if you look like oh if you only look like Scorsese and like Spielberg and like oh my god how I'm ever going to recreate or do something like similar but if you look at the bad things I will see you will see like oh they would have gone do that so that cements into your head like if you're trying to do the same thing you know how to avoid kind of the faults but at the same time I think you like you have to do the faults by yourself so yeah. you understand what's happening in the world fuck up and by fuck up yeah. you, you fuck upwards you, you know exactly, exactly figure it out that's why like um, years ago, because I wanted to be a filmmaker when I was younger, and I did film a whole bunch of short movie stuff, mm. um, and I didn't look at any like guides or I just f- fucked up. And now looking back, there's a bunch of stuff that I could post and show you where I'm like, why the f-? like? I did a shot. There was a, I, I myself and my friend Kyle, and after mm. after this story, we'll take a piss break because I'm yeah. dying. We we filmed this short movie called Milk. Right. right, not Harvey Milk, the gay guy, with the AIDS. I thought movie. about <laughs> it. Uh, my first, my first thought was, "Oh, you are a fan of Sean Penn." <laughs> no, um, the movie was just about a guy who who wakes up in the morning to make cereal, and he has no milk, so he goes to get milk. Now, of course, he has to. We have a classic conflict. He has to. He has on to. One a need. He has to hike across all of Ireland to get to the only shop that's sells milk because the whole thing is this journey from his house to the shop and he has to literally climb mountains and stuff like that and um a lot of the shots were like there was a shot where he was walking up um a railway track Mm -hmm. and it's like off to the center i didn't center the camera yeah and i'm like fucking hell what it's disgusting it's offensive like why didn't i center the stuff like that you look at it and you're like ah yeah but that's how you learn you 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 fuck up you know that movie coincidentally was never finished because on the because second, it died <laughs> on the second I almost I literally almost died on the Actually, second last day of filming we went to this place that we called Glen Forge but it's not really a it, cliff no it's it's part of a, a mountain in West Kerry called Mount Brandon right right and it's this very very steep bowl shaped valley and the shot I was trying to get was him climbing up in the rain. It was pissing down rain and him losing his footing, slipping and falling. And the shot was that he falls, he hits his head on a rock and ooh, is he dead or isn't he? But anyway, the shot was him falling down this cliff. Yeah. Now, coincidentally enough, the cameraman, me, was the guy who actually slipped <laughs> down the side of this cliff, this hill. And I slid the whole way down from probably... I don't know, probably... How, what, how long? How, uh, oh, it was probably like... It was at least 200 meters I, I slid down over jagged West Irish rocks. I still have a bump on my arse to this day from that, by the way. Okay. Um, if I hit my head once, I was dead. Okay. Because I was sliding down very fast because I'm a very large man. And Did you start to roll or just like slide? No, I slid and I, uh, dug, a, I dug my fingers in to try and slow myself down. My camera got fucking destroyed. How deep? How steep was the angle of the? Oh, fairly clip? fucking steep. I could show you the, the the little clips I have, but very steep. It was this was the stupidest thing I ever done. Do you have a clip of you falling or no? 
I have, I, no, I have, I, I, maybe, I might, I might have a clip of myself falling. I remember, because I remember I Just fell. Just put some Benil. <laughs> but I fell and it w- I was like, I was screaming, help, help. <laughs> and my friend Kyle turned around and started running down the side of the mountain going, Timmy, Timmy, <laughs> I can't help. And I kept screaming, I can't stop, I can't stop. <laughs> this was a horrible experience. Sorry. And I remember I but turned around funny. and I dug my elbows. Oh, it's hilarious. I dug yeah. my elbows into the ground. And I started slowing down, so my arse started going over all the jagged rocks. And I destroyed my left knee, destroyed my left calf, both my elbows were fucked. My arse got a massive going, bad going of it. And I eventually came to a stop, and I remember Kyle ran down, Tommy! <laughs> Tommy! And he got to me, and I was like, I, I, first thing I did was I laughed. <laughs> I, I maniacally like, ha <laughs> ha! And I said, we're done. Okay, we're, yeah. done. we're done we're done we're not doing this no more we're done so i didn't get my last few shots and i didn't get to finish the movie but 95 percent of the movie was done it was that time that timmy realized it was time to stop yeah i looked at my arse which had a bruise on it that looked like a blink in my i life. imagine like uh, like that will be th- I, i would like that video of you like falling down But narrated by Werner Herzog. Oh my god. <laughs> And now we can see <laughs> Tim falling down on his arse. Will he survive? We do not know. Like what you described to me is like basically, uh, you know, he collaborated with this uh, German actor Klaus Kinski. Of your, oh yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. And Klaus Kinski is uh, like a nutter. Mm-hmm. And I went to see like a documentary They about... They built a boat and dragged it through yeah, the exactly, fucking jungle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, Fitzcarraldo. Yeah. Because like, It fascinates me, like yeah, like uh, because like Werner Herzog is like yeah, it's like it's a it's a madman, but mm-hmm. like, at the same time, I think the most sanest man in the yeah, world. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because he talks like uh, yeah. It was uh, the time. <laughs> <laughs> My idea, I had a great idea that I did, I was going to bring up on the podcast with Lewis, but I we ran out of time. Was I want to take the penguin documentary he did? Yeah, and I want a green screen, Margus Toots. And replace every penguin. Oh, you have told me about that. Idea. Yeah, I yeah. want to replace every penguin yeah. with him, just for the scene where that one deranged penguin breaks <laughs> off. And he's like, "These penguins on the right are heading towards open water, but this penguin on the left is heading towards the interior of the island. <laughs> but why?" And just have <laughs> like Margus waddling but around. Why? I don't think he'd ever agree to it though. In under. Planet Earth, they use the tick, the bottle to be tick so and so. But anyway, that, that fucking that that's m- the only part of Rick and Morty I remember. Is like I am, I have a tick. Yeah, the I, fucking. I am Mr. Penis so and so. That's why I love Werner Herzog because yeah. he's he's willing to do stuff like Rick and Morty. Yeah, and, you know. But anyway, that that thing, the, the movie never got finished. I almost died, but I learned a lot. So if I ever stop being lazy and make another movie. Me and Rona, we're going to hook it up. Oh yeah, I have tons of ideas. Let's I'm going to draw you off the cliff of Estonia. <laughs> Do you know what a very good idea is right now? Go on. We take a piss break. Yeah. And then we come back. We come back. We're back. Yes. From the piss break. I said I was going to close the podcast yeah, with some sujours from the Life Aquatic. Mm. But indeed, I chose to put it on as the piss break transition. Yeah. You were looking at me as if, what the fuck is that? What's that yeah. song there? At first, I was like Russian, but well, it's Portuguese. But I always I thought it was French for years. Oh. 
See, it sounds like that's not well. I'm I'm just ignorant. Yeah. We'll keep it going till the chorus, though. But I do I do like your answer of Wes Anderson. That was a bang on, you know. Because I thought you were gonna say like. Quentin Tarantino? No, I thought you were going to say some classic film school wank. You know? Ah, yeah. Quentin Tarantino is another good one. You know, I'm not going to. Yeah. Loves feet. Loves women's feet. You know. But who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> you can't hate a man because of that. No. Oh, you, you, I think it's a. Uh, it, if anything, to love the feet are <laughs> a, a good, a good thing to love. For me, one of my favorite directors of all time, actually, is a fella. His name is Anders Thomas Jensen. You ever heard of him? Uh, Anders Thomas Jensen. He's a, a Danish filmmaker who was he was he was the guy who gave um, who's that Danish guy who was in Hannibal and uh, uh, I know I know I know what you mean. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. He gave oh, him wait, his break. Sorry. Have you have uh, was he? I think it was Thomas Winterberg who gave him the break. No. No man. He he started off. Anders Thomas Jensen is this Danish filmmaker. All right. Who he made this in, in Ireland every Tuesday night on Network 2, Channel 2 on Irish TV. It was foreign film night. And of course, me and my friends watch this because foreign films have a lot of sex in them. And we're, you know, horny young fellas trying to see, see tits and stuff. You especially know? European films and whatever. Absolutely. But I discovered so much like genuinely good fucking cinema because of this and, and they, they would show a lot of Anders Thomas Jensen movies he did a movie called Blink and the Lichter Flickering Lights is what it means yeah. and it's basically just about a bunch of criminals who I rob a bank yeah and that was made into a, like some kind of like a trilogy or something like I that I think so yeah or they had a sequel at least I don't because know because I've, I've read uh, Matt Mickelson's like not like read read but like his Wikipedia page and like where he came from to the fame and whatnot. I don't think Blink and the Lictor had a sequel. But he did something like where he, Mads Mikkelsen basically probably played like a drug dealer or something, like a criminal. Yeah, and they go to this one house. Right. Are you uh, sh shifting your balls around, I see there. Well, I have to. I have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to. <laughs> so, he, um, yeah, he got his break with this fella. And All right. This movie Flickering Lights. Fucking amazing movie. Just about these drug they I think they rob a bank and then they go and hide in this building in the countryside and then they so, so 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 like a good crime film right no it's just about these four lads who, right. who who are trapped in this house till the law gets them no till the law like dies down or whatever and they're slowly losing their minds and all this stuff ah. and then he did a movie called open hearts which was about a doctor who cheats on his wife or something and the guy who cheats on his, the guy, no, his wife cheats on him and the guy his wife cheats on ends up in hospital and he has to perform surgery on him or something. And then he did this amazing movie. And I ho I hope you watch this, Rono. It's called The Green Butchers. The Groina Butchers, whatever that's. Unfortunately, I haven't seen it. And it's Mads Mikkelsen and this other guy who's in all the other Anders Thomas Jensen movies. Just about these two brothers who run a butcher shop and they end up killing someone and then they use that person's meat in the butcher shop. And it was my, these movies were my first experience with European cinema. All right. 
And I was like, yeah, man, this is really great. This guy is so unique and cool. And then I watched Pahama, which is a famous Finnish movie. You know about Pahama? No. <laughs> it's just this this crazy Finnish movie. And I watched Noi Albinoi. Have you seen Noi Albinoi? The Albino, the Icelandic movie. And then I watched Sugispal. And then I realized, ah, Europeans just make dark, depressing movies. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> They're all these yeah, sad, yeah. heavy fucking movies, you know? Yeah, that's kind of the, our thing. It is. In this region, especially, like I, think I feel it like it's a, like it's the kind of uh, dealing with depression through art, basically. But I love it though. If I was to make a movie, of it would course, be a of course, dark, it's like savage. Fucking. Like at times, I'm like, ah, oh, why did I not? I don't know. Was born in Canada or USA, so I could be like a Greek. But at the same time, I feel like, but I wouldn't be have that kind of same sensibility towards life. And I feel like that's only because I was brought up in this culture, in this region. And I feel like, yeah, it's like, because like if I contact with like, a, let's say, especially if I contact Americans, like it's like you're, you don't know, like I want to like say like, oh, you don't know how to deal with life, but like <laughs> you kind of, broken as a person yeah it's all about escapism for them yeah yeah. i mean i know what you mean yeah it's like that's why i got like a good good connection with you like i got the same you're still like a you're like a somewhat well somewhat you're like a westerner like like you get you got like western sensibilities but at the same time you got like that eastern sensibility where it's like like depression yeah <laughs> like i don't understand people who don't get like negative emotions like they're like how can you be hungry how can you be sad how can life is good like no not always like it's well, because like when americans get their negative emotions they pop a pill it makes it go, go away you know? yeah pop a zanny yeah exactly but here, like, here i am fucking burying my escapism yeah alcohol, well so. Like, so where are we now yeah but have you seen uh, the film uh, by Thomas Winterberg called... Uh, in English, it's called Hunt. I have not, no. Oh, uh, you will see it. It's it, uh, The main character is Mads Mikkelsen. He's a, a male kindergarten teacher in a small like a community. Yeah. And he's accused of pedof- being a pedophile because mm-hmm. one of the kids goes like, oh, that, like... Just randomly, at some point, the story begins like, oh, he's like a kindergarten, blah, blah, blah. And then the kid goes like, oh, uncle, whatever, Thomas touched me. And the whole, like, community. And you can, it's like, and it's so good in because, like, you know it's, like, not true. Because, like, they don't paint him. Like, he's, like, a good person. He's, like, caring and uh, for his family and for his children. But you can see how the... Men, like the mob mentality grows, grows and on him mm. and how he deals with it. It's like... Hunt, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Because I love Mads Mikkelsen. He's, oh. uh, I loved him for years. Before it was cool. Before he was famous. <laughs> That's like when you were when we were talking about Tiger King before we came here. Mm. Um, like I, I, had, I had seen the Louis Theroux 
All right. Thing. I haven't. I haven't. So I I knew about Tiger King before. It's cool, man. Oh, you hipster oh, fuck. Gee, hipster you hipster man. fucking Tiger King, man. You and your little uh, <laughs> Peaky Blinders beanie and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, though, the whole Tiger King thing, because when I was in Texas. Right. You were in Texas, USA. Yeah, in 2013, I drove across America. And in Texas, I ended up in this place called. Um, was it Abido, Albedo? Just outside of Dalworth, which is Dallas and Fort Worth, they call it Dalworth. Okay. And um, yeah, I remember I was driving along and it was real horse country. So everyone had a ranch and uh, I was trying to visit my friend, but he wasn't home. But I remember I passed by this ranch and there was just two fucking lions <laughs> in a cage, like next to some horses. And I was like, ah, okay, interesting. Um, I guess there are tigers here now. And I thought it was like a petting zoo or a zoo or something, but no, uh, it's just someone's house. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, at the end of the tiger king, you said like, yeah, there are like five to 10,000 tigers captivated in USA, but there are 4,000 in the wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Speaking of tiger king though, I do have a story. You know, okay. This is, this is a scoop. This is a hot fucking scoop. Oh, you know something we don't know. I knew Travis. Back in no, the day. No, you didn't. I was part of this community. Where? On a, on an internet. And this was before. This is when in my, the young man knows. So there's no judgment to be held here now, right? All right, all right, all right. This video chat room website called Tiny Chat, right? Pre-2005? No, this was 2007-ish. All right. And... We had this guy who used to hang out with us. His online handle was The Hippie, but I think his name was... Oh, he had some weird name in it. Oh. He was this weird... He won't hear this, so I can fucking say whatever oh. I want. He was this odd fucker who had snakes and fucking spiders and, like, cheetahs. And he had all this weird shit, and he would just sit on webcam with all these weird shit. Right. And he'd talk every now and then, and eventually we... we chatted back and forth and stuff like that and Travis came over to his house one day and I didn't know I, did, I forgot all about this until a friend of mine from the same community how did was, you know it was Travis he, oh it was very obviously him he looked like him mm. you know I didn't know that like at the time he was just the, the hippie's friend so wait when you saw the was Travis also on the Louis Thoreau thing or no what? no he wasn't but when that. you saw Tiger King you were like ah oh, this guy uh, no nothing I was like mm, whatever but then my friend from the same community was like oh man you remember fucking the hippie had this that was fucking travis and he went because this guy is a weirdo this friend of mine he yeah. would screen cap everything yeah <laughs> he would record everything he was like yeah look there he is he's the screen, right, right, screenshot right, right, right. of the guy i was like oh my goodness never talked to him and he accidentally shot himself so you, know. you mean travis yeah okay apparently, uh, apparently it was an accident i don't know well, yeah, in the in the documentary, I knew him. In the documentary, it said like, "Oh, I saw him." <laughs> like, uh, there are, in the documentary in the Tiger King, mm -hmm. I think there are only like three. Like you, you understand, like there are three normal persons, like the news reporter, the guy the, with the glasses, right? The guy with the glasses, who was the basically the whatever secretary like i don't know he was some office guy right no he was the how uh, like the project manager for joe when he was running for president oh, okay his i don't know there's an exact campaign manager campaign manager yeah, yeah. and then the prosecutor 
uh, for the fates. There was, but like, uh, yeah. And when he was telling about the story when Travis shot himself, he said like, "Oh, Travis said like, oh, it's a Ruger or something like that that you it doesn't shot, sh it doesn't shoot when it doesn't have a clip on." But he but, had one in the chamber. Yeah, yeah. And that's always like, I was like. It always shoots when you have one in the chamber. It doesn't matter what gun. Like, but there isn't a gun like that doesn't. Yeah, like, but how, how would he? How no. would he not know there's one in the chamber? You have to literally cock it yeah. to put one in the chamber. Yeah. So he must have known there was a bullet in the chamber. So I think, like, in my and this is the conspiracy theory corner. A tiger the, killed him. Tiger, tiger, had <laughs> tiger had the gun up against his yeah. head. It was three hey, lads, look, lions, cheetahs. <laughs> come here, look at this shit. Ah, bang, got him. <laughs> it was Tony the Tiger. It's Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony the Tiger killed Travis. Man, hot uh, take. Hot take. It's a hot take. Breaking news here, folks. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> Travis from Tiger King was killed by a fictional serial tiger. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, that was a uh, like I will say it was good reality, like as a reality ser TV yeah. series, like a documentary. But at the same time, you're like, what? is it all about actually it's just like rednecks die. being fucked yeah like it's interesting when you go back and watch the louis through thing because there's no carol baskin in that oh really it's just yeah it's just him talking it's to just louis Joe. like look at this shit <laughs> you know it's called america's dangerous fucking pets or something like that all right but um oh, because louis through is just a piss taker like he's you know trying to rile people up and stuff like that all right, but yeah. at the time i don't think the whole carol baskin thing had kicked off yet all right so, you know, interesting documentary. But I, yeah, uh, when I was looking at the Tiger King, I was like, oh, I can see so many similarities to making a murderer. Like, yeah. Like the structure wise. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. More of that shit, please. Yeah, of course. Of course. I because, love that stuff. Because like, <gasps> the you know what I watched before uh, Tiger King on Netflix? Huh. Uh, Love is Blind. <laughs> Love is Blind? Uh the concept is basically uh, you have, uh, because I love, uh, me and my girlfriend are watching, we love to watch like uh, dating shows because we like to watch how, like, bro because on dating shows or our reality shows where they, like, like, ba like Bachelor-like styles of mm -hmm. dating shows, they get like the most broken people and you can see like how... This isn't the solution. Jeremy Kyle style, just get them all yeah, the yeah. fucking yeah, basically, decrepit yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of. Not, not like Jeremy Kyle because like he has like uh, like he's a, like attractive, attractive person. I don't know, whatever. He's like um, well, he's out of show business now. Anyway, that's oh, for sure. Yeah. Because you know about that, right? Why? Because a fella on the show killed himself. <gasps> you didn't know this? I didn't know. He this. had a guy on the show, and he did one of those lie detector things. Oh, really? And the guy failed, and then like before the episode aired. The, the guy, guy shot could. himself. All right, no, he hung himself, I think. So then the BBC were like, hmm, all right, that's that. Or oh, it was a Channel 4. One of those fucking yeah, things. Yeah, were okay, like, okay. All right, no. But uh, yeah, but that was in uh, The Love is Blind. It's, uh, the concept is basically you get, I don't, know, I don't know how many people they got, but like oh, uh, we researched it. I researched uh, We looked behind it. It was like basically first you got 50 people. Like 25 guys, 25 girls, then you cut it down to like 10, and then they go dating. No, come in, man, your grand. Oh. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Ari Mati Mustanen in the house. How's it going? Without, without a backpack. 
We He's got no backpack. Oh, you just done 16 minutes? Yes. No, no, this is the set. We went for a piss break 20 yeah. minutes ago. Yes. We're done in like f- four minutes. Yeah. Nah, man, sit down and have a beer. You're grand. Okay, okay, okay. Well, sit down. But anyway, go on. What were you going to say? So basically, the concept is like uh, you have 10 guys, 10 girls dating in a bod. And then they fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately with the big dick energy comes out. Yes. Mighty yes. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. You continue story. Good story. Yes, go on. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and basically they have dates, but they don't see each other, and then they have to marry before they know each other. Is this an American thing? Though? Of oh, course. 90 days to it. Uh, not that. That's DLC. But in Netflix, there is Love Is Blind. That's oh. even fast forward. Like in 90 day, 90 days finance, 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 finance. Yes, the 90 days finance. finance. <laughs> yes, yeah. a very famous Wall Street <laughs> TLC <laughs> show. Yeah. Where fat fucks such as yourselves, Tim Reedy, try to make business. I'm not fat. TLC. How dare you? You're not TLC. You're fat. fatter than I am. True, probably. I'm, okay, I'm, love is I'm blind. Because yeah, yeah. I'm in love with 90 days to wed. Or yeah, that's the, the best thing. Uh, and then there's 90 days to wait the other way. And then there's before the 90 days. days. That's the good one. Ugh, TLC needs to be shut down as well. I no, say. TLC no. is it's amazing. TLC Fuck is it. the best. They're exploiting people. <laughs> Do you have a TV like a program? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Elisa or what? Starman? I used to have Delia. Now I have Elisa. And you know what pisses me off? They have different seasons. They have different TLC. You know, there's different TLCs. Yeah. Yeah. They have a different one. So the, I couldn't pick up on the season. That was halfway through in oh, my last exactly, apartment. Yeah. And now I'm like pissed off about this TLC. So I had to torrent that TLC yeah. show. Which <laughs> Jesus has Christ. Probably never been done. Is is the fucking is RuPaul's drag race on TLC? Yes. The amount no, of people no, no, I know no, who no, watch no. that. Listen, it's on Sony Entertainment as well. But I don't know. I don't what like the fuck fake is shit. Sony Entertainment? Is this another Sony Entertainment? Well there's Sony Turbo. Yeah, too, Sony many fu- too many fucking things, man. Yeah. Too many Sony things. Turbo is like where like Joe Rogan is at. Turbo. Yeah. And like MMA. And then Sony Entertainment Are is like for facts. Like RuPaul, uh, Friends, stuff like that. That's yeah. Friends is for fags? Like Come on, man. Friends people. is a big yeah. part of my fucking life. Me too. Absolutely. No, ding, I'm not ding, 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 Will and ding, Grace. Ding. Will and Grace. There's like eight episodes. Yeah, oh, in Will a row. and Grace is a very homo, homo-friendly show. What? Yes, yes, yes. Sony Why? TV. Who's who's gay on that show? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Grace is gay. Everybody. <laughs> the show is gay. Yes. And um, uh, but yeah, like uh, TLC has that ninety-day fire. Finance. Finance, yes. Finance. Yes, yes. Finance. Welcome fin- to 90 Days Finance with fin- Margus Toots. Margus Toots. Fucking hell, lads. I don't goes, watch any of this shit. The stock is up, but I am down. <laughs> so I see that you put up the, the squares in the studio. I did. But also, what the fuck is up with the cracks? You uh, know how ugly that will look? I put up this one and this one. Yes, what happened to and the bottom? That's good. Put up the rest very okay. hastily. So this one you see those is cra- fucked. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But it's, it's non-permanent, so you can take it off. Okay. okay. No, no, I so, mean, it's nice. No, thank you for doing that. But it's just... Well, someone has to fuck somewhere. They need it like, uh, for see, what happened? or uh, yeah, audio. Because we're going to record. Visual, oh. audio. But oh. also what happened was the, when the glue dries, it contracts the oh the thing. The schwabber. What what you're Schwab. supposed to do is you're yeah. supposed to mount mount them on cardboard and then glue the cardboard on. Yeah, but yeah. I couldn't find a lot of cardboard no, no, in a short period of time. So don't work too hard. I'll fucking work as hard as I want to. Okay, that slamming of the hand very good for that's audio. W- that's what we do. I'm telling yeah, you, that's okay. what we do. Slam it one more time. Wow, there we go. What a man. 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 All right. So I suppose we'll wrap it up. I think it, we have to. Uh, yeah, because the fucking man came in and no, 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 and no, 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 the man, the man, uh, Arim, no, Arimati no, Musto Nen oh, with a capital N, with a capital N no, no, on, no, the, on the Nen. 
He, uh, he came in and he took his big penis out and just slapped it in Ronald's face. Oh, right in ex- his face. Exactly man. at the 30 minute mark. Oh, I'm telling right in his fucking face. Uh, this studio is packed. Yeah, everybody's recording now. Huh? Oh, Hey, what the fuck else do we have to do, man? It's yeah. fucking well, that's good, that's Are good. you going to do something visual with your podcast? Yeah, we're doing like, uh, yeah, it's a secret, but we're doing like... Uh, They're doing like the porno. Secret, uh, porno. secret thing. Yeah, yeah, porno be... Porno we, got be a lot of, we got a lot of good shit coming next week from Amazon, hopefully. Jeff Bezos, if you're out there, man. Ship it mean? quicker. Oh, you mean to the studio? Yeah, green screens and mm, cameras and wow, all that Wow, amazing. Shit, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking of some sketches as well. I mean, Dan would be fun for sketches, but he's not leaving the house. Too busy. Well, he was here today. He's yes, a bit but, killer. But too busy. <gasps> too busy? You yeah, well, I mean, he's a fucking busy man. He's a busy man. He's fucking busy. Hey, you know, that beard, it doesn't grow itself. Hey, also what your fucking beard? Your, uh, you your Irish accent has gone way less than the last time I remember. It's interesting, huh? Is it? Yeah. You've kind of gone clearer, I would say, more. Yeah. Hmm. In the last couple of years. Well, I haven't seen you in like 16 years or something. Yeah. But uh, like 22 years or something. Maybe it's because I'm in a foreign country and I have to moderate my accent. I have a question. If I fucking went the wrong talk about this. How do you have a tan? Oh, me? Yeah. It's my new Spain, apartment. Right? Terrace. No. Yes. Fuck you. Sun Terrace. I had shorts on today. There was another girl there we didn't like, speak. Look at that forehead. Is it really that obvious? It is. Is it going to look good on camera, do you think? Probably. No. no. Oh, no. There's no, a no. band of... Brown, like you took a fucking yeah, because the sun was directly hitting my head, and you know what I was doing, editing my podcast. Really? Yeah, having coffee, <laughs> editing my. You're podcast. doing you, you're doing a podcast now. Well, actually, I'm just moving into the business. Oh, wow. it's a good time. It's a good. This time. is a this is a fucking. This, what's it called? Well, the concept now. I know this might sound crazy, Go but on. the concept is comedians talking about fucking hell, man. I know you're gonna think Tiger King. No comedy. How about that? Open micing. Uh, sometimes we bring up DMT and how strong chimps are. Rono, no, 22 minutes, 37 seconds. I have to cut that out and steal the idea, yeah? Oh. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We need to upload quickly to usurp this guy. Yes, and sometimes we even talk about MMA. How about that? <sighs> how we did, we about didn't that? even talk about yes. MMA the last time you were in here, man. Yeah, what the hell? Dana White's getting a private island. Yes, and then I have kettlebells with, kettlebells with faces Did you dogs. see it? Did you see it? The fight is happening. Yeah, uh, like private island. Yeah, it's got, that's some... I love how Dana White is like, yeah, we give good money to the fighters, you know, and then he gives like six... He gave money to Vladimir Putin. And then, you know uh, what, though? You know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to the Gaethje-Ferguson fight a little bit more. I also than I like was. that Dana White tweeted. Yeah, I was talking to the Vladimir Putin today. Hey, Vladimir, there's a pandemic. <laughs> Can you quit talking to the president of a cage fight? There's a pandemic. Well, uh, now... Why didn't you tell me any of this shit today? Sorry. Oh, yeah, in Biden. We saw uh, some old fella being carted away in silver by the yeah. EMTs. We have COVID. <laughs> oh, like... what was? <coughs> no, an ambulance, like, sped up to... Silver, two EMTs came out in full fucking pandemic gear, went into Silver before us. We went in because we're stupid. And brought like an old guy. Yeah, there was an oh, old guy like 80 years fucked, old. Fucked. And they, they carted him out. So COVID central. You'd want to fucking disinfect this shit, I'd say. No, but I would say, I would say, yeah, I've had it already, I'm sure. Yeah, but sure. Because I haven't changed my mannerisms. <laughs> sure, sure, you're a fucking alpha male, you know? Okay, this is. You're an alpha male, man. This is the weird. Yeah, you wake up and you pop. Time. You pop the fucking. What is it? The uh, the honest o n n i t dot com uh, new mood. Well, it hasn't been invented yet. Uh, what is it? In the my fucking, What is it? The, what's the fucking thing? You know, uh, we're brought to you by Onnit. O n n i t. 
What's alpha brain? Alpha brain. You fucking you have some alpha brain in your fucking jacket pocket. I have say. alpha brain in my blood. Yeah. See? Fucking You heard it male, first man. on the crack ten. Alpha male. Alpha brain. Oh crack ten. Oh, that's your podcast. This is I guess. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how aggressive this got all of a sudden. Oh, because you know. I don't know why uh, people are so... We're only little betas and omegas It's fun hanging here. out with you, though. I was just talking to Sander today, and he's like, you know, middle of no... Like, I feel yeah, so bad for him, because he's a really... I know he likes to think that he's like a stoner hermit, like Samal Hubba, that rapper, but he loves people. He loves to socialize. And uh, and he we haven't seen him. I'm going to head down there this weekend. I'm going to go visit him, so... Oh, really? Yeah. With, uh, with driving? Yeah. We driving. <laughs> Shut up. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking walk. I'm gonna walk and <laughs> talk to anybody for a week. Yeah. I'm going on a canoe. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna head down. I'm gonna bring him some some stuff, some goodies and like what sauce? I'm gonna bring him a little glass jar of Induja Dispelinga. What's that? It's like a spicy Italian paste, and mm. I'm gonna give him a tortilla. You press. have the weirdest gifts. I do. Yeah, but I'm a weird man. So what are you gonna do? Okay. What are you gonna do? All right, Rano. Thanks for coming, Arimati. Thanks for being my guest this evening. <laughs> yeah, no worries. And uh, yeah, Rano, cheers. Fun? We Thank did, you. man. We, we did. fucking I, did. We yeah. talked uh, about uh, various many things. Did you talk yeah. about comedy? We did. Yes. What did you talk that's about? because that's Toots. what podcasts are about. We, we talked about Jim Carrey and the yeah. and Jim Carrey. And, and yeah. What an incredible man Jim Carrey is. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I'm reading. You disagree? The, you fucking disagree? I'm reading Bill Cosby's book right now. Incredible man, indeed. <sighs> I'm telling you. Yeah. What a man. <laughs> what a man. What a man. What a man. What a man. Bill Cosby is a man. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Oh, you're going to do outro music now? Of course. Yes. Of course. There it is. Rauno. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming. Ari. I was glad to be here. Thanks for imposing yourself. No, I'm sorry. Wait, hey, don't apologize. Okay, okay. You do you. I'm sorry. Everyone, go to Tusi Suyet's Patreon. Yeah. Give what you can. We need it. We need these guys to do well. That tan isn't going to pay for itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that tan. It looks like a fake tan. Oh my God. No, it like, doesn't. What are you talking about? I'm not sorry. Not really. Not really. But were you wearing sunglasses when you were Fuck tanning? no, dude. I'm a you weren't? Because no, it looks like no. you got a bra line on your But you got your a eyes. good tan. It's a good tan. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the bra line. Because yeah. you got like it's because I'm angry when I'm in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I noticed. And then, you know when you're in the sun so long that you notice you're, you're like, my muscles are tired of just being so yeah. pissed off. Because yeah. it's in your face. Because Do you I don't want to wear the, yeah, sunglasses because then you'll get the fucking squares. Yeah. So instead, I'm just like angry for 20 fucking minutes just talking. Do you have that old school Pauli Gaultieri Sopranos like... Um, that fucking shield that they have in front oh, of yeah, them. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, I should, yeah, so should you can get under exactly. Under. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, more, more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta tan the beard as well. It's not just the skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, you're looking well. You're looking healthy. That's good. I'm the healthiest I've been in a while, for sure. Yeah, I drink every this day. This man is no I drink every, I drink every day now, <laughs> but also I go compromising the immune system with the boys. Eh? With, the, with the boys. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it now because the boys. Have to do their own podcast. I leave, and we fucking we fucked it. We fucked. I love how Tim just brings so much beer every time he records a podcast. <sighs> like absolute so beer. It's backup. It's so backup. it's backup. Are you drunk right now? Probably. Is because you you told me that Caleb got like laid oh, up. Oh, he got he got time. fucking high. That's and funny. Drunk that's funny. Well. But that's sure, funny. that's the way. That's Did the way he spilled of it. the beans. The beans. What beans? I don't know. Whatever beans what he spilled. What beans? 
I know some did, beats. Did I Gale, know some beats that spill. I can spill after this microphone okay. is off. I can spill some good good beans, but I don't know if he's. Uh, no, I'm meaning like Caleb beans. beans. Spill the beans, Ari. Music has stopped. It's on you now. Oh no no no! What no, beans no. you got? I would never spill the beans on this podcast. <sighs> Ooh, he's saving it for the Patre- pa- Patreon only, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, Patreon.com yeah. forward slash Ducey. So, yeah. What was that? You freaked out. I, he looked over there. I, I thought Mikael was, was coming in. Oh, no, no, that would have been come. great. Mikael, come alone now. I would have yeah, got the is alone now. That's the I, secret. Uh, it's, a, it's actually a solo podcast. You know what? I recorded so many podcasts with him that I can just play clips of him and then just keep having <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> just cue up some Mikael sounds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, Ari, you saved me a bit of money. Thank you, man. Because I, I, I rented a car for this week. Because I'm staying in Tallinn. rented a car. Now it's back. Rented a car. I rented a fucking car. We rented a fucking car. We rented a fucking jolly car. And I sent an email to the to, to Avis and I said, look, your rival sixth, they're offering me this um, SUV for 150 quid for yes. a week. Yes. Can you do any better? Yes. And they did. And I said, if you can do better, I'll tell Ari Marty to give you a shout out and to see so yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hate the fuck. I was actually hoping I was like, Avis is an international and some dude from Baida can get a deal. In my head, wheels started spinning already. But uh but I was like and he was like, What? A shout out from the legendary Ar- I swear to God, I can oh, read he- you the email now. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's like a shout out from the legendary Ari Marty. The head of Avis. He gave this. me he gave me such a fucking deal. I should be giving you this money, man. I should be giving you this fucking I'll give you a I'll tell you what he said. And I'll give you a haggis. That's, you know. And you rape me and fuck Scottish. me, apparently. Okay, just well, as long yeah. as you don't... Uh, <laughs> just don't knock me out on site, yeah? Like all those other lads that you'd be adding to the Arimati list of on-site knocking out. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, on-site? Kane oh, Velasquez. Yeah. Uh, McGregor. Conor McGregor is on-site, Ron, I tell you. Drake. He's fucked. Yeah. He's just going to knock him out. King hit him, as they say in Australia. <gasps> on-site. I can't find the email, but he was like, yeah, yeah. And he gave me a fucking deal. I got a savage deal. I got a, I got 190 euro off my fucking deal. I don't know if this is a lie or not. I'm fucking trying to find the email. Now I'm like, I thought you were pranking Live. Oh my fuck. You can read the email yourself live on the podcast. Sure. No one listens to this shit podcast anyway, so it doesn't matter. See, this is the problem with your marketing of the podcast because you keep saying. There's no marketing, man. I just don't care. Let me find this. Oh, here we go. Right. I'll read it out to you. <clears throat> Cheers, mate. That's a that's a good opener. I said, uh, I'll give you a yeah. Hang on, I'll give you a shout out on Ari Mati's podcast, and he says, my colleague Mark will be at work on Monday and will expect you around four o'clock. Definitely feel free to ask me for special offers in the future, also. And a personal shout out on Ari Mati's podcast. That's an honor. He's definitely the funniest character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, now. Read it. He's There's definitely no the funny. There, there it is. There it is, man. Read it out yourself. <gasps> oh, he is. He did write that, huh? I thought this was some alternate. He's shining. He's shining. Yeah. He's G- nice. Give the guy's name out. It's Josep something or other. The sparkle. It's back in the eyes. Oh, no, it is. Right? <laughs> I'm such a fan. <laughs> dude, I'm such an egotistical asshole, dude. But I, I had to use as the podcast. As soon as he said them, I was like, wow. But no. Oh, he wrote my name wrong. Though. Did he? Yeah, with a with a dash. Oh no, <gasps> it's fine. Oh, it's uh, Josep. Yeah. What's his second name? Should I, I say it? You want me yeah, to say it on yeah, this man. podcast? Oh, Josep Wenzel. There you go. Shout out! Oh, shout out to you. Oh yeah, very. Shout out! Fucking save me a fortune, man. Cheers, oh, Ari. That's very nice. You're doing good. 
Very nice. I just uh, took I a chance. Some weird. Like, oh man, are you fucking kidding me? At all. I'm a filthy fucking Jew. I like uh, to to get discounts when I can. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so you meant uh, in reference to my Airbnb deal that I got. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I gave you shit so much times in the podcast we recorded about name dropping. <laughs> name dropping, Ari Matthew, oh, to yeah, get some yeah, free yeah, fucking yeah. shit. So oh. thanks, Ari. You saved me a no fortune. Worries, brother. Uh, yeah, I hope to get 50%. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. get 50% and nothing. Oh, wow. You'll get a green screen next week, though. So. Oh, thank you so Perfect. much. I'm going to use it. All right. <laughs> thanks for coming, Rono. Pleasure. Thanks for coming, Ari. Well... Uh, you're a man. <laughs> <laughs>